It's six o'clock. I'm Gail Sanderson. The headlines. Government suffers defeat over plans to cut tax credits, investigation into video of partying inmates at Hertfordshire Prison and St Albans MP speaks out over tax on sanitary products. BBC Three Counties Radio. The government suffered a significant defeat in its plans to cut tax credits. The House of Lords voted for a pause in the changes until an independent study of the impact is carried out and to compensate the millions of people affected. The Chancellor, George Osborne, has said he'll listen to concerns, but Labour's Shadow Chancellor, John MacDonnell, said Mr Osborne had to go further. Across the parties now, there's a view that George Osborne's got to think again, scrap this proposal and come forward with alternatives that do not basically hit middle and low earners and the poorest in our society. The Ministry of Justice says it'll push for charges to be brought against inmates caught on camera, drinking, smoking and using mobile phones at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon in Hertfordshire. Jessica Cooper reports. The Ministry of Justice says inmates involved have been stripped of their privileges, with one placed in segregation after the video was posted on a number of newspaper websites. It shows prisoners dancing to loud music a number of mobile phones inside a cell, along with steroids and screwdrivers. The MOJ says appropriate disciplinary action will be taken if there have been any failures in the supervision of offenders. Two people are due before St Albans magistrates court this morning, charged with slavery offences. 25-year-old Johnny Murphy and 22-year-old Shannon Loveridge from Watford Road in St Albans are both charged with knowingly holding a person in slavery and forcing them to perform forced labour between April 2010 and September last year. Detectives are to continue questioning a 15-year-old boy who was arrested in County Antrim yesterday in connection with the alleged theft of data from the TalkTalk website. He was detained as part of a joint investigation by Northern Ireland Police, Scotland Yard and the National Crime Agency. The government's promising to lobby the European Union for the right to scrap VAT on women's sanitary products. At the moment, they're subject to a 5% levy because the EU counts them in the same bracket as luxury goods. In a Commons debate last night, the Conservative MP for St Albans, Anne Main, said Britain should be able to make its own decisions on tax. Whilst we may wish to go and ask, please, European Union, please, please, can you allow us to do what we would like to do, which is free up our women from this, this taxation that only affects them, a Femi tax as I would say. On the other hand, I wouldn't like to have to go and ask, I'd like to be able to have the ability to do it. People living in a Watford street say the 20 mile per hour signs installed by the council are being ignored by motorists. Residents in Croxley View say the signs are pointless because the speed limit is not enforced. In sport, Chelsea manager Jose Marino has been charged with misconduct in relation to his language and behaviour towards match officials at half-time at Saturday's Premier League match against West Ham. And the weather, a fine morning with fog patches lifting, heavy rain later this afternoon. Maximum temperature 17 degrees Celsius, 63 Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Please dig out. Um... <clears throat> Please, let me never use the phrase Femitax. (laughs) I'd never, if you find me, God, using the word Femitax in a conversation in any form whatsoever, strike me dead. I mean, of all the words in all the world, you had to come up with Femitax. Morning, guys. Ian Lee. 
BBC Three Counties Radio. We're down the rabbit hole. So, it turns out that one in 50 hot dogs contain human DNA. Human <gasps> DNA! This coming just, just hours after I told my youngest son, who dressed up as a vampire, exactly what a vampire is, and he burst into tears. <laughs> and ripped the costume off. It's a good costume, though, isn't it? You it's saw a really it, good costume. It's a good costume. Good costume, but once he found out exactly how, how bad those guys are, he didn't want no part of it. He didn't want no part of it. I'm not sure. He knew that they drank blood. I think it was the thing about the biting in the neck, you becoming a vampire, and then turning into a bat. Oh, and, of course, they can't go out in daylight, otherwise they burn and shrivel. Th- those things combined really upset a three-year-old last night. Well, <laughs> him and his brother shouldn't have left plastic spiders in my bed. They have declared open warfare this Halloween, guys. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. If you had to eat somebody, who would it be? Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. So yesterday we started with one of the best Beach Boys songs, a song you'll never have heard before. Here's one of the best Monkey songs that you've never heard before.
Actually fits. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Shame on the Irish gentleman that just phoned up and sexually um, uh, aroused, no, sexually harassed Kelly Betts. We're asking... It was an obvious um, call. We're asking, guys, because there is um, uh, one in um, uh, uh, 50 hot dogs. It's a true story. Has human DNA in it. Um, Gosh. If you had to eat somebody... Who would you eat and why? I'm not even going to turn up Kelly's microphone because it's her last week and she'll tell us exactly what he said. Suffice to say... Well, tell us the first bit of the conversation, Kelly. He said he'd like to eat me. OK. And she said, I'm going to take over here. Well, there's not much of me. Um, I'm very small. And he said, that's OK. And they said something very, very rude. Very rude indeed. So, guys, that's not what this is. Uh, that's not what this is about today. Okay, that's not what this is about. So, we uh, we have been uh, uh, talking. One of the big stories today, of course, has been the um, well. It's, it's a controversial story. It's the femitax. <laughs> that's, me. that's me being struck down by God. Um, <laughs> and there it is again. That's just stand up. That's not lightning. It doesn't seem that cross yet. Femitax. Femitax. Oh! There Gosh. we go. Now he's furious. Right. So I follow this um, person um, at Get in the Sea. Okay, on Twitter. It's not safe for work unless you work in a swear factory. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, like, like what we do. And what he does is the Get in the Sea guy is very funny. He finds idiots online and says, "Look at this idiot. Get in the sea." And it, it, it's an accumulative gag, and it, it, I find it funny. So he's tweeted one yesterday, get in the flipping sea, Bruce. And then he's, he's, he's put up a Twitter exchange between Jon Snow, the Channel 4 newsreader, and uh, a bloke called Bruce Everest, who's a bloke. Right? Cool, Bruce. So Jon Snow has tweeted, hashtag, just a tampon, support the effort to stop taxing a female necessity, text tampon, da la 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 Bruce has written, why? Many other necessities of life are taxed. Um, and then some guy called Cameron has stepped in and gone, because it's a necessity of life that only women have to pay for. So it's a tax on being a woman. Bruce replies, good. There are plenty of ma man taxes. Michelle chips in. What male-only taxes are there? Bruce's re one-word reply, trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Are there trousers? <laughs> if anybody, I think we can play that game as well. If anybody, let me retweet that at Ian Lee if you want to see that. It's um, 
Oh, man. Let's play that game. Are there any? You've got the Femitax, and that's beautiful, and I respect you. <laughs> I don't want to call it that. <laughs> the more I use it. Femitax makes it sound like some kind of sporadic a, like complaint. No, actually, seriously. <laughs> it kind I'm, of it I, is. Seriously, I, when I was younger, I could have gone one way or the other. They gave me um, a dose of Femitax, and I was absolutely spot on after that. It was great stuff. Uh, what man-only taxes are there? Mm. Is there a tax on playing golf? Some women play golf. But not in the good clubs. <laughs> <laughs> not in the good clubs, they don't. 03459 455 555. We're off and running. Man-only taxes. You can't have trousers. Bruce has already bagged that. And uh, if you had to eat somebody, who would it be? Sporans. Um, yeah. I, I saw a debate online recently as to yeah. whether women should wear sporans. No, and apparently, it... if you're in a marching band, it's kind of allowed, but it's still frowned upon. No, but not, it looks wrong. You're not meant to wear it. No, of course, it looks like you've got a see-through kilt. <laughs> <laughs> like that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh three four five nine. <laughs> Can you do this this serious story about the uh, yeah? I'm criminal, a pro. Crims- oh, right, okay. Because you've been excited about this one, you get. We're going to do a story about um, prisons. I'm going to say the word bong. And Catherine has is um has been she's been speaking like prison lingo. You've been speaking like Pingo all the whole morning. So let's see how we get on with this, shall we, guys? One, two, one, two, three, four. The Ministry of Justice is planning to press charges against inmates who've been caught partying in footage taken on mobile phones smuggled into the Mount Prison. And we know how they smuggle those phones in there. In the video, one inmate shows off four phones and a stash of steroids as well as a couple of screwdrivers. Catherine, you watched the video this morning. Yeah, I heard I you squealing. What happens in that video? Well, the video starts with at least five inmates dancing in a prison corridor to quite loud music, so if someone would have heard it. Some of them came close to the camera, showing off their moves. There appears to be some sort of dance-off going on. There is a dance-off going on in the prison. But it's like the worst dance-off you've ever it's seen. It's terrible. One fella's got no shirt on. He should have a shirt on. No members of staff are in sight. Then the video cuts to show a cell with someone... Mm. <laughs> someone... Mm. Don't do that. Not. Sorry. <laughs> then he cuts to a cell with someone mm. puffing on a bong and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when, posh, when people use a posh voice to um, speak in drug parlance. Man. Well, he is. He's having a toke. And he's having a little toke on a bong bong. <laughs> Here come the bongs. In another section. It's not funny, actually. No, it's, it's very not funny. It's very serious. Very serious. It's very naughty. In another section, we're invited to see the merchandise. So you, you get a, a shot of shelves full of food and energy drinks. The merchandise? Drinks. Who's written this stuff? No, this is what I'm saying. Let's show them the merchandise. Oh, OK. Shelves full of food and energy drinks. Probably not a good idea in a confined space. As well as a pot of pills, screwdrivers and four mobile phones. Last year we reported that prisoners at the Mount smuggled in 220 phones in 2013. That's more than at Aylesbury, Woodhill and Bedford. You know to spot the people who who smuggle those phones in? Look who's not sitting down. Oh dear. Uh, What have the prison had to say about this? They've sent us a statement which says, this is the Ministry of Justice, we're considering uh, continuing to investigate this video. All of those involved have been stripped of their privileges and one's already been placed into segregation. There's also an ongoing police investigation into this unacceptable incident and we'll work with police and the CPA to push for charges to be brought. We have a zero-tolerance approach to ban substances in our prisons. If there have been any failures in the supervision of offenders, appropriate disciplinary action will be taken. Actually, there's been a local newspaper report involving a a soon-to-be former um, worker at um, the Mount who said that the way the authorities dealt with this was very heavy-handed. They went in there and basically turned the cell over. I think it was too heavy-handed. Yeah, and he said that actually it's made him not want to work there anymore. He's handing his notice. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Have you seen the video? Listen, I'm all for prisoners' rights and, um, you know, rehabilitation not punishment but flipping out they're all there off their mash take, there's a fat lad taking his top off 
doing a, doing like electric boogaloo. They're, honestly, they're having like a break dancing party in the corridor off yeah. their mash. Yeah. yeah, go in there heavy handed. I'm, I, you know, and I'm I'm gonna I'm uh, straight after this show today. I'm, I'm off to my uh, muesli knitting course, um, and I'm going to be changing into my sandals. But flipping hell, go in there heavy handed. This guy also says that they went in there and destroyed, you know, some of their possessions. One guy's been in there for a long time, so his possessions mean a lot to him. He thinks that they went in too too tough on them. If I had access to the Facebook page and knew that what I posted on there wouldn't get deleted, I'd post that video up there. Boy, oh boy. But, you know, you can just go and find it online. Go and Google it. Um, there's more to say, but we'll, we'll say it later on. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 towards London, there's been an accident between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 Palmer Hempstead. It has all reopened, but there is a queue back from Junction 10 for Luton Airport. On the North Orbiter Road at the M25, Junction 21A roundabout is starting to build up. And in Neeson on the North Circular Road from the M1 at Staples Corner, it's looking very slow around the Neeson interchange through the roadworks. Also in High Wycombe, expect queues on the A404 Marlow Hill this morning. As just for Marlow Road, there's some roadworks going on. There's no reported problems on the train so far this morning. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, Sammy. Yeah. Honestly, I'm all for rehabilitating prisoners and um, um, encouraging them to uh, to have activities and, um, you know, get something out of prison. But you watch the video. They're all there smoking bongs, doing topless electric um, boogaloo and um, they're, they're twerking, all this kind of stuff in the corridor. Yeah, go in there and smash their stuff up. Go in there heavy-handed. It's outrageous. Where are we now? 6.17. Flipping heck, it's Tuesday. It's the 27th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The government suffered defeat in the House of Lords over plans to cut tax credits. The Ministry of Justice says it's investigating a video of partying inmates at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon in Hertfordshire and the St... Albans, oh, thank you, Gail. St Albans Conservative MP Anne Main calls for an end to the tax on women's sanitary products. She says the Femitax is unfair. The Femitax is unfair. Nick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio. History coming up uh, very shortly with the uh, brilliant Dan Hill. He's a local historian. Sawbridgeworth, um, amongst other things, has got quite a rich history. As it's further east, there is uh, a lot more influence with regards to things like air raids. Weekdays from 12. Great music as well coming up here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Freddie Mercury, the great pretender. Go west as well on its way. First, though, his T-Rex. Nick Coffer. You know, it's fantastic to be able to get, you know, people like Nathan Bell and Gary Matthew and, you know, experience, <laughs> but still early on in their careers, giving them the opportunity to come and make music in a lovely environment, Luton well, I don't think, Library well, Theatre. Could well, you describe think, modern Britain well, I don't think you're going to get the record. Stuart McConey is doing no, just that think, in his book. I don't think you're I ever going to get, get another big people who dominate the, the pop, pop cultures. cultures. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio.
Happy National Hashtag Pop Day. And I couldn't find the hashtag. Um, I couldn't find my hash anywhere. So I had to um, ask Catherine to give me some of her hash. And um, she did. I copied and pasted it. And I used that in the tweet. So the full credit to Catherine Boyle. It's her hash you're seeing in the tweet where I say, Happy Hashtag Pulp Day. 03459455555 is the telephone number. Now, people living in 1 Watford Street say they can't see the point of 20 mile per hour signs. Mike Tull says he and his neighbours see hundreds of drivers speeding down Croxley View and they never get caught. He says the signs are a sham. Well, we'll be talking to him later. In the meantime, here's Rod King from the 20s Plenties campaign. Joins me now. Morning, Rod. 
Yeah, good morning, Ian. Um, signs aren't any good without enforcement, are they? Well, yes. In fact, uh, uh, they're very good even if you don't do enforcement. However, uh, I think if we look generally, well, uh, a fifth of the population of the UK actually live in places which have a policy of 20 mile an hour for all residential streets. And I think one of the problems which there is in Croxley View is that these 20 mile an hour zones, which as far as I can see have more than uh, um, just signs, they have speed bumps as well, are very isolated. And what happens is when people get out of that area, they're actually told to go faster. Uh, in, indeed, for every small isolated 20 mile an hour zone that you have, you have big signs at the end of it going, saying, go fast. And I think that's one of the problems well, with... with no, no, so, no, 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 no. You, you don't have big signs saying, go fast, Rod. Come on now. You have big signs saying, uh, go uh, uh, up to 30 miles an hour. Yes, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have signs. Come on, let, let, let's, I'm not going to allow um, uh, extravagance, and that's not the word I'm saying, exaggeration. They're not signs that say, go fast okay. now. Well, I did listen to your last conversation, and that seemed fairly exaggerated at times, but that's your... your which conversation was that, Rod, if you want to p- pull us up on editorial? Uh, which conversation was that? <laughs> the last one which you had of, uh, about inmates in prison. But that's a true... Mind, what you mean, a minute, Rod, that's a true story. What bit of that was exaggerated? Sorry? Which bit of that was exaggerated, Rod? Oh, well, look, I, I, I'm here to talk about... Well, exactly, so don't, don't... Listen, you leave the rest of the show to me, all right? I know exactly what I'm doing this. I've been doing right, this okay, a long let, time. You can't come you, on and say... Ne- let's have your next question, then, please. OK, but I just want to clarify, Rod. Well, you've really peed me off that you've brought up something that's got nothing to do with you whatsoever. Um, you can't say there are big signs that say, go fast now, because that's not true. No, there are big signs which say, go faster. They say... No, they, they don't say, the go faster. on our limit... Go they don't. They 30. don't say go faster. They now say the maximum speed limit is thirty miles per hour. They don't say go faster. Uh, all right then. Okay. Next question, please. Do you know what, Rod? This isn't working for me. So it's not working for you personally. So that's it, is it? I mean, tell do me, you, do you obey twenty mile an hour limits when some, you drive? Sometimes I well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. So sometimes you you ignore twenty mile an hour limits. Is that a good position to have? You actually ignore them? Oh, well, do you know what, Rod? I don't like your tone, mate. I, d- I don't well, like I your don't, tone. So I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily like your tone. Well, then let's either. shake hands. Let's shake hands. Thank each do other. You, do you want to ask questions about 20 mile an hour limits? Personally, no. You don't? So, no. so that's it. So, so the research done by your researcher yesterday, finding out the position, wanted to know what was happening nationally, wanting to find out from me where they are successful in places throughout the country, right, yeah. where 20 just, you just, you just came on, You just came on and you said something that wasn't true, and then you kind of attacked me for what I was doing on my show earlier on. Um, I didn't attack you. I said that... Well, you brought it in when it wasn't relevant, and I think we've kind of lost the vibe, if I'm honest. Well, I, I, you came out right from the beginning attacking and saying... No, you came out work. right from the beginning Did and said something... Do you have any evidence that they don't you, work? No, no, no. I didn't say that. Do you that. know anything about Croxley View? I didn't. Do you know that oh, it's, uh, it's a, a little loop and doesn't go anywhere? Mike, you, you, came up, you came on and said something that wasn't true. I just corrected you, mate. That's all it was. I just corrected you. I said that there's a big sign. There's a two-foot-wide sign which actually says, right, it's no longer 20. You can go faster. Congratulations. That's, what that's, that's not... That's not it, it doesn't say that. And you, it's not what you said either. So you, say, you think that uh, a, a, a sign which actually has... Well, this is awkward, yes. Mile an hour, right, 
is a, a, a one which doesn't say go faster. No, it doesn't say go faster. It says the speed limit here is now okay. 30 miles per hour. Well, you're being very pedantic about something. On no, I'm, I'm being accurate. The there's, there's nothing wrong with being a pendant. Well, it depends what your objective is. You've, you've taken this uh, d discussion down a completely unproductive uh, alley with your... your, your uh, 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 w w with you seizing on that, that particular... Thing. Okay. So, all right, Mike. All uh, right, Mike. That's your call. All right. Mike. Sorry to. Uh, sorry, it's gone wrong. But um, these things happen. Uh, we can't. We can't a, all be. We can't all be good every day. Next time will be useful. A little what? Sorry. A little bit less aggression would be useful. Next no time. aggression, mate. Just accuracy and a little bit less criticism of of me doing my job. I'm not criticising your job. I'd appreciate if you kept your hands off would mine as well. Yeah, well. Less. I think we should just leave it, Mike. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, buddy. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Cheers. Ta ta. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are queues on the M1 towards London from Junction 10 for Luton Airport towards Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead. That's because of an accident earlier between a car and a lorry, but all the lanes are back open again. There's also roadworks on the M1 uh, between Junction uh, 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable, so that could cause some delays. And on the um, A507 and Ampthill Bypass in Ampton in both directions, that's being resurfaced, so it's closed between Station Road and Froghall Road. On the A41 High Street in Waddesdon, there's temporary traffic lights at the junction for Baker Street, so that could cause some delays when it starts to get busier later on. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30 with the headlines in sport. I'm Gail Sanderson. The government suffered a significant defeat in its plans to cut tax credits. The House of Lords voted for a pause in the changes until an independent study of the impact is carried out and to compensate the millions of people affected. The Ministry of Justice says it'll push for changes to be brought against inmates caught on camera, drinking, smoking and using mobile phones at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon and Hertfordshire. Detectives are to continue questioning a 15-year-old boy who was arrested in County Antrim yesterday in connection with the alleged theft of data from the TalkTalk Talk website. And people living in a Watford street say the 20-mile-an-hour signs installed by the council are being ignored by motorists. Residents in Croxley View say the signs are pointless because the speed limit is not enforced. The weather, a fine morning with fog patches lifting, heavy rain later this afternoon. Maximum temperature 17 Celsius. 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. We start with football. Jose Marino has been charged with misconduct by the FA over his language and behaviour in Chelsea's defeat by West Ham. It's understood it doesn't trigger his suspended stadium ban as the nature of the offences differ. Both clubs have been charged for failing to control their players. Luton Town have drawn Crawley Tarrown in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Stevenage will play Gillingham and Wickham Wanderers are against FC Halifax or Guiseley. Chesham United have drawn Bristol Rovers, St Albans City at play Grimsby Town. Barnet have drawn Blackpool and Boreham Wood will play Northwich Victoria or Chorley. The ties will be played early next month. 
In cricket, England captain Bedfordshire's Alistair Cook blamed a first innings batting collapse for his side's defeat by Pakistan in the second test in Dubai. The tourists came within 6.3 overs of securing a draw, but Cook pointed to England's loss of seven wickets for 36 runs on Saturday. World Cup winning captain Franz Beckenbauer says he accepts responsibility for the German FA's mistake in making a payment of 6.7 million euros to FIFA. However, he's denied the money was used to buy votes to secure the 2006 World Cup. Meanwhile, UEFA General Secretary Gianni Infantino and Asian Football Confederation President Sheikh Salman bin Ebrahim Al Khalifa have confirmed their intention to stand for the FIFA presidency. The deadline for Applications is midnight tonight. In athletics, Great Britain have won their seventh gold medal of the IPC Athletics World Championships in Doha. Paul Blake successfully defended his T36 800 metres title. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, there's more at seven. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming.
Well, that escalated, didn't it? Really, um, the signs were kind of there, though, weren't they? Well, the, well, no, the signs are not there. That's the problem. There are not massive signs that say "Go faster now." That's the problem. Maybe I they mean, should be. And when do you know what? When he <clears throat> here's a if you've ever been confronted with your own reality, oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Let me explain what I mean. There was a moment in that interview we could have clawed it back, okay? <clears throat> but when he asked me the question. Well, do you want to ask me about 20 mile per hour speed signs or not? Suddenly, suddenly, the whole of my future, my past, my present was laid out in a linear fashion. It was like I was time travelling. I could see everything. I could see me. I was a dot and yet I was the entire cosmos all in once. I was uh, uh, completely, completely alone, but I was joined to every being in the universe all at once. And I realised that no, I did not want to ask questions about 20 mile per hour speed zones. I did not want to ask those questions. He opened a door for me, and for that, Rob, Mike, I am completely grateful. Rod. I stepped through um, that door. I came out the other side pure. I feel like I've been baptised. The Buddhists, the Buddhists have their own form of baptism and being born again. It's, 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 baptism is being born again and washed away of your sins. The Buddhists have their own one. They have a hole in the ground. You climb in this hole in the ground. You walk through a darkened tunnel, completely dark. You come back out of the hole. It's like passing through your mother's legs. You are reborn. You are born again. And that's what happened to me in the last 10 minutes of, of me sat here. I feel powerful. I feel weak. I feel I could do anything. I feel I am nothing. Well, either that or, you know, psychologically, if someone says, do you want to do this or not, your tendency is to say not, isn't it? All right, advertising executive. I'm just saying. Anyway, and all the time, the, the, the moment when it started to kick off, do you know what was going through my head? <laughs> this tune. <laughs> I, so, I, what happened? i tell you exactly what happened, right? So he said, I'm going to recreate what happened in my mind. I'm going to kind of expand it, because this happened within milliseconds it had gone. So he said to me, do you want to ask questions about 20 miles per hour speed zones?
don't want to ask questions about 20 mile per hour zones. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. So, um, human DNA in hot dogs, and we—it's—it's the—it is the season to eat hot dogs. Tra la 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 la. I had four jumbos last week. We, we're talking about oh. eating hot dogs, though, Catherine. What you get up to in your own time is nothing to do with the team here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning. Um, we had beds, hot... hards and bugs. Beds, hards and bugs. Uh, oh, what happened to those things that we got done? They're there. But where? I'll show you. Can I access them now? Yeah. Are they? Have I, have I got them here? I sent. I emailed them to yeah, you. Yeah, I know, but I've not put them in the system. Well, then... So they're not in the system. Well, I can, I can arrange them. Put that. them in the system. They, they are in the system somewhere, but I'll, I'll, okay, I'll put, dig them out. Get, get me, uh, get, dig them out and get them up during the show, because um, we have a lot of fun with those. If you put voiceover in, I think that's what they're under. I don't, know how, I don't even know what that means. Oh. Do, we'll do it during the record, because I don't know what you mean by that. Oh. Um, so uh, we're going to have hot dogs on Wednesday, fireworks and hot dogs in the back garden. I've spent £56 on fireworks. That's going to last three minutes. A shocking one in every 50 hot dogs contains human DNA, according to research. I don't think that is shocking. I'm shocked that it's so few. Mm. Traces, don't they do, don't they, um, the Chinese do that with their prisoners? They put them in hot dogs. No, they, they, they shave their hair off and make wigs. Traces were also found in two-thirds of vegetarian samples in your face, vegan, who called me yesterday. With 10% of the veggie products appearing to contain meat. The human's DNA could have found its way into the food in the form of saliva Oy. or other bodily fluids Wow! during the mashing and processing on the production line. What the hell? Is, how erotic is the mashing and the processing? I suppose it's very phallic, isn't it? The research of major brands claimed... Oh, here's a word we don't use very often. Frankfurter. We don't say Frankfurter anymore. Why don't we say Frankfurter? Um, claimed 14% of the Frankfurters contained problematic ingredients. Oh. Um, the report said, Sausages are the world's original mystery meat, and hot dogs have always provoked ingredient anxiety. Right. What is this conspiracy? Yesterday it was everything was going to kill us, bacon and sausages. Now yeah. they're saying hot dogs got bits of people in. Bits of people. Bits of people. Well, bits, of, bits of people. All the people, the bits of people. But then they do other things where, you know, there's like flies and mouse droppings and stuff in your food, you know. Uh, I don't have a problem with there being human. Here's the thing, right? You mentioned eating humans to people. Oh, it's disgusting. If you had to, you would. Mm. If you had to eat another human being... Who would you eat and why? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. I'd have Adele. Oh yeah, Go because on. you know, like um, you know, happy meat. You yeah. know, the happy chickens and everything. It's all a big thing. A right? delicious meal. Exactly. I from heard... the Adelicatessen. <laughs> I um, retweeted something the other day, and it was Adele laughing. Now there is not a happier piece of meat on the planet at the moment than that one that was laughing there, Adele. So if she wouldn't mind. I'll have a little nibble on that. John, who is a trained butcher, <laughs> says, um, Hi, Ian, I'm a trained butcher, and as a trained butcher, it's important to know that a bit of fat gives the meat flavour. I expect a lot of your listeners, like Dennis, would love to tuck into some skinny bird like Kylie Minogue, but trust me, she'd be very scrawny. A top side of Ainsley Harriet <laughs> would work beautifully as a Sunday roast as long as you basted him properly. Gosh, you've thought about that a lot. Yeah, that's, um, it's just considering if you had to eat a human being, and let's tread delicately, for goodness sakes, and someone, you never know who's listening, and someone may have actually had a relative who, who was recently eaten. 03459. Beyonce. Four double five. Oh, a bit of thigh. Mm. Firm. B bit of Beyonce. <laughs> 
03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you wish to give us a call. You can text in your answers as well, 81333, uh, start your text 3CR. We'll pick the best one and um, we will approach the celebrity involved and we will see if they are up for it. We can't say anything fairer than that, can we? Right, let's get a little bit of the Trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 in London, it's stop-start because of an accident earlier between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 Pamwell Hempstead. That's causing a delay back from Junction 11 for Dunstable now. And on the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. In Neeson, on the North Circular Road, it's very slow from the M1 at Staples Corner through to the Neeson Interchange through the roadworks. And a bit further afield on the M1 southbound, there are delays between Junction 17 for the M45 at Dunchurch and 16 for Daventry in the roadworks. And the lanes closed there because of vehicles broken down. On the train departure boards the 6.53 train from Milton Keynes Central to London Euston has been delayed by 30 minutes. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much Sammy. 6.45, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor, George Osborne, says he will consider what to do next after the House of Lords voted to delay the introduction of cuts to tax credits. The Ministry of Justice says it's investigating a video of partying inmates at the Mount Prison at Bovingdon in Hertfordshire. And the St Albans Conservative MP, Anne Main, calls for an end to the tax on women's sanitary products. She says the Femitax is unfair. Here's the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there. We've got a lot of mist and fog around this morning, but that should burn off fairly early to give us uh, some breaks in the cloud, but still a fair amount of clouds sticking. It does clear later on, though, to give us quite a decent amount of sunshine for a spell before clouding over ahead of the rain we're expecting later on in the day. Uh, Temperature-wise, they're very mild today with highs of 17 degrees Celsius, possibly even nudging above that. Uh, tonight, that rain continues its journey eastwards with lows of 11 degrees, so a wet start to tomorrow as it clears through the day. We should get some sunny spells by the end of the afternoon with highs of 14 degrees Celsius. Now on Thursday it starts off dry but we have another band of rain. It's fairly, fairly narrow and fast moving but still not a dry day totally. And then on Friday a pulse of rain earlier in the day but things look like they'll settle down over the weekend. That's your latest forecast. When you need local news. The headlines, serious injuries for Bedford cyclists and heritage windfall for Luton Museum. When you need local travel. M40 southbound, one lane blots, and it's queuing, two lorries and a car involved. When you need local weather. Lots of sunny spells around, um, more sunshine developing, of course, plenty of blue skies as we head into the afternoon. BBC Three Counties Radio is here. Bedfordshire police are defending plans to halve the number of community support officers in the county. With local, up-to-date news and travel bulletins throughout the day. Get your travel. After Paul Young, wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. You'll always be up to date. That's the forecast. BBC Three Counties Radio. Glen Campbell singing Harry Nelson, or I don't mind if I do. This is amazing. I spend the night in a chair thinking she'll be there but she never comes and then I wake up and wipe the sleep from my eyes and I rise to face another day without her it's just no good anymore when you walk through the door of an empty room and then you go inside and set a table for one 
It's no fun when you spend a day without her We burst the pretty balloon It took us to the moon Such a beautiful thing But it's ended now And it sounds like a lie If I say I'd rather die Than live without her Just been um, sent an horrific picture. I mean, this is awful. This is the problem with the internet. Is it just there's no censorship. Um, and it's a, a picture of, um, mm, it's Justin Dealey topless. What the hell is going on, you pervert? What do you mean, pervert? Oh. Listen, it's okay for you. It's okay for you working in your air-conditioned studio. Yeah. Oh, I'm the boss. Look yeah. at me. My You're name's the above the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I need to feel refreshed when I'm doing a radio show. In the office today, it's yeah. about 100 degrees, mate. Yeah, it is. It is about 100 degrees. But why have you sent me a picture of your nipples? Because I cannot work fully clothed in the office this morning. It's too well, hot. I've had to well, run about on the streets for 20 minutes. I've come yeah. back. I'm boiling hot. It is insane because it's too. Yeah. Co- it was too cold for you. I like it cold. So I, I yeah. think. But, but everyone else found it too cold. And then we come in today, and it's it's like a sauna in there. There's, there's sweat dripping off the wall. I know it's I'm... sweat because I licked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know what it's like for people like me. Okay, that's that's okay. all I'm doing. Well, Gailey, uh, uh, Dealey is a geezer. He's a geely, and. Um, Back from the dead and taking it to the streets of beds, hards and bugs, Justin Dealey. Justin, it's great to have you on board. (laughs) Thank you, mate. (laughs) I've been sitting on those for weeks. I forgot (laughs) I had those. I forgot I had those. I got a load of those. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Um, The human DNA is found in uh, one in 50 hot dogs, Justin. This is Mm. outrageous stroke exciting. It's it's, um, suddenly hot dogs become even more fun. Are you going to get the one that's got Nana in it? Oh, God. (laughs) myself laugh there <laughs> this this will be the last show i ever do on beds hearts and bugs so um dear, dear listener I, I say now thank you very much for listening and uh, i wish the next person who takes over for me tomorrow the very best of luck david prever will be really happy to hear that <laughs> yes he will be um Dealey, you've taken this yeah. to the streets if you had to eat someone who would it be and why yeah, it's, it's a tough question to take to the streets first thing, but yeah. um, people, I think that the best people in this package coming up here are the people who really thought about their answer, which is what I was looking for. Here's what happened. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Hashtag celebrity food. Hi, Gerger. Let's get the Hungarian perspective. Do you like hot dogs? Yes, I do. Great Hungarian Perspective Part 1. Okay, Hungarian Perspective Part 2. If you had to eat any celebrity, who would it be? I believe maybe I would try The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And why would you choose him? Because he's pretty large, so it would be a feast. Um, (laughs) 
I really know, know how to answer that question. Well, you can answer it, come on. Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson? What, why would you want to eat Janet Jackson? Um, She's a misunderstood genius. Um, somebody who tasted like an hot dog. How are you, boss? Okay, 2% of hot dogs have got human DNA in them. It's disgusting. So we're asking a question this morning. If you had to eat a celebrity to stay alive, anybody famous, think about big celebrities, who would you want to eat? Anton Deck. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask why? Don't like them. So you, you just want to eat them to, to get them off the planet, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Daily, yeah. a masterpiece, an absolute masterpiece. We weren't sure Thank if it was going to work. It worked, and it worked Thank beautifully. Uh, we, I don't know what we've got for the next set. We'll come up with something. We'll come mm, up with something. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, in a bit. Cheers, my Touch base soon. Cheers, mate. T touch base. Ben's on the line. Morning, Ben. Hi, Ian. How are you? Um, I'm still shaking from what happened earlier on, but apart from that, I'm, I'm, I'm groovy, man. I'm groovy. What have you got for us? Yeah, well, it was a bit weird, but I, th I think it's kind of symptomatic of, of the show you have at the moment, to oh. be honest. Wait, in what way? Uh, well, I was listening to uh, a show on BBC Three Counties on Saturdays around yeah. noontime. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me and Catherine that's down the rabbit hole. We, we, we oh, do that. Oh, oh. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to promote it or we're not. Allowed to, we, apparently, we, yeah. There is some debate over it. We're not, apparently, but you yes, can. There is some debate <laughs> over it, yes. <laughs> well, apparently, well there were t you've both made quite glaring errors in there. Oh, and no. I think if you, if you keep making mistakes, it's, it's going to... What's the, mis what's the mistake we've made, Ben? What have we done? Well, I, well, who should I start with first? I start suppose. with Catherine. She needs to be brought down a peg or two. Yeah. She's off for the rest of the week, so... Well, well, I can Catherine cry. Talking, she was talking about how um, Hugh Jackman was played Chopper in the film Chopper. She did say that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go on. Do you know, it's it's not it's not Hugh Jackman. It's it's Eric um, Eric, Eric Estrada. Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Oh yeah. Eric who plays? Who also played the Hulk? Dr. Bruce Banner. That was weird. Well, you know, Ben, well, exactly. you, you've made a bit of an error there because you're supposed to correct me like on the day, <laughs> not two weeks later. Don't have a go at him. He's being a pendant. We like, we like, we we support pendants I, here. I, I was, I was, li I was listening afterwards. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sort of trying, trying to listen to it a few times, but wow. but then Ian also said something wrong as well. There we go. Go on. And I'm man enough to take this, and I will take this in the way well, spirit it's intended. Well, let's see if you. Will. I'm going to thank him in advance. Thank you, Ben. Well, go on. Let's see if you will. Let's see if you can remember. Some someone said that. Um, What's his name? Chris Akabusi said, "Awuga yes. um, first. Yep, he was the first person on telly. Yeah. So who did who? You you corrected him. Fashionu the fash. It wasn't the fash though. He didn't say it first. Did didn't, I didn't say he said it first. I said it was the fashist catchphrase. Mm. Oh, oh, Ben, uh, I, Ben, no. I, Ben, Ben, oh, I accept no. your apology. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening, Ben, and thanks for listening so eagerly. Bring your notebook <laughs> and, and pad and make more notes, and uh, we can only improve. Oh, I'll try my best. Thank you, Ben. Oh, Ben. People say I'm crazy Doing what I'm doing Well, they give me all kinds of warnings To save me from ruin Well, again.
Nice, that's a nice song. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's stop start on the M1 towards London between Junction 12 for Flitwick, now to Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead after an accident between Junction 9 for Redbourne and Hemel Hempstead. And on the M25 anti-clockwise, it's very busy from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. It's also starting to build up between Junction 16 for the M40, anti-clockwise towards Junction 15 for the M4 at the Thornians change as well. And in Presswood on Wickham Road, this road works at the junction for Hildreth Road, so expect queues there later. It's not looking too bad at the moment. And on the train departure boards, there are no reports delays at the moment. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Much appreciated, Oh, flipping it. That was loud, isn't it? So, if you had to eat somebody, who would it be and why? Oh, and there'll be other bits and pieces. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make it up as we go along. You know how we do this nonsense. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's seven o'clock. I'm Gail Sanderson. The headlines. The Chancellor says he'll make changes after defeat over tax credit cuts. Investigation into video parting inmates at Hertfordshire Prison and St Albans MP speaks out over tax on sanitary products. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor, George Osborne, has agreed to make changes to his controversial plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a heavy defeat in the House of Lords last night. Peers voted to delay the cuts and force the Treasury to provide three years of help to those low-paid workers affected by the policy. Mr Osborne said he'd still be able to make substantial savings to the welfare bill. I said I would listen and that's precisely what I intend to do. I believe we can achieve the same goal of reforming tax credits, saving the money we need to save to secure our economy, while at the same time helping in the transition. The Ministry of Justice says it'll push for charges to be brought against inmates caught on camera drinking, smoking and using mobile phones at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon in Hertfordshire. Here's Jessica Cooper. The Ministry of Justice says inmates involved have been stripped of their privileges, with one placed in segregation after the video was posted on a number of newspaper websites. It shows prisoners dancing to loud music a number of mobile phones inside a cell, along with steroids and screwdrivers. The MOJ says appropriate disciplinary action will be taken if there have been any failures in the supervision of offenders. A 15-year-old boy arrested in County Antrim in connection with the theft of customer data from TalkTalk in last week's cyber attack will face further questioning today. Millions of people have been warned their personal data may have been accessed. Two people are due before St Albans magistrates this morning charged with slavery offences. 25-year-old Johnny Murphy and 22-year-old Shannon Loveridge from Watford Road in St Albans are both charged with knowingly holding a person in slavery and forcing them to perform forced labour between April 2010 and September last year. The government is promising to lobby the European Union for the right to scrap VAT on women's sanitary products. At the moment, they're subject to a 5% levy because the EU counts them in the same bracket as luxury goods. In a debate last night, the Conservative MP for St Albans said it was bizarre that while a sanitary towel is hit by VAT, a mild incontinence pad isn't. I would like this, this country to decide that it's actually a ridiculous illogicality to have different tax rates on similar-looking pads that could be used for interchangeable purposes. Police are investigating after a number of horse limbs were found in rubbish bags in Watford. Legs, a recently shod horse's foot, horseshoes and an empty bag of horse food were discovered dumped on a playing field in Gammons Lane just over a fortnight ago. In sport, Luton Town have drawn Crawley Town in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Stevenage will play Gillingham. Wickham Wanderers are against FC Halifax or Guiseley. The ties will be paid next month. And the weather, a fine morning with fog patches lifting. Heavy rain later this afternoon. Temperatures 17 Celsius, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Honestly, how... I mean, how do I... Uh, it was John Lennon watching the wheels, by the way. How do I complain about... Uh, how do I complain about something I've seen on Twitter? Because the, uh, uh, forever, I'm going to have Dealey's nipples burnt onto my retina. It's just outrageous. Has he learnt nothing from the BBC's long and shameful history? We don't do that stuff no more, Dealey. We just don't. 
03459 455 555 is the telephone number. Oh, I've got to watch the story Morning Glory. Maybe we'll do that at half past seven. I've got one of them. Bay City Rollers. Maps. Something, I've written something about soup here. I've got no idea what that means. We'll, 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 we'll go through these later on and um, we'll, we'll work out what it all means. Don't worry. Across beds, hearts and bugs. Oh this is BBC Three Counties Radio. 03459 455 555. We'll, we'll, we'll try and do the 20 mile per hour news story again in about 10 minutes. And fingers crossed. Let's keep our fingers crossed. It goes a little bit better. Now, the Ministry of Justice says it will uh, uh, push to bring charges against inmates who've been caught on camera drinking, smoking and using mobile phones at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon. The video, which has ended up on various newspaper websites and the internet in general and social media networks, shows at least five inmates dancing in a prison corridor. An inmate also shows off what he says are steroids and screwdrivers in his cell along with four mobile phones. Alan Toussaint is, uh, has been a member of the Independent Monitoring Board for the Mount at the la- uh, for the last eight years. Joins me now. Morning, Alan. Morning. Morning. Um, I'm assuming you've seen the footage. Uh, I it, did. I saw it last night, yes. It's, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Well, yes, I think it is awful. It's awful. I'm bound to say I didn't identify myself any of the prisoners. I didn't recognise any of the prisoners, and uh, I couldn't actually identify because it was rather grainy where it was shot in the prison. So I assume it was at the Mount, but uh, assuming it was, it was a, a, bad, a bad thing, yeah. Um, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be impartial. I'm not... I, I very rarely do I, do I hide my impartiality. I'm a, a muesli-knitting, sandal-wearing lefty, and I, I think prisons are, are a great opportunity for rehabilitation. It's not about punishment and drug um, education and all of these kinds of things, right? Right. But that lot are taking the mick out of us, aren't they? Well, they are, and in fact, the odd thing is that every prisoner wants to progress. It's a Category C prison. They all want to progress to Category D, open prison status, and to put yourself on film like that does nothing for their prospects of progression at all. They're they're walking into punishment. They're walking into... It really... It's difficult to to understand why... It would be one thing if they found somewhere where they could go and have a have drugs and so on, but to actually publicise it like that seems to me to be to be, to be be shooting themselves in the feet as well. The, the drugs, and we know there are drugs in prison. We know that happens, and uh, work needs to be done on that, and uh, and I am a strong believer that there should be 12-step groups and, and drug counsellors and all those kind of things in, 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 in prisons. Yeah. But th- th- there also seems to be the fact that someone is filming it, and you see other mobile phones. Mobile phones are in it. Now, we kind of make flippant comments about um, the prisoners secreting these mobile phones in places where you don't. it doesn't bear thinking about. That's one way. But it is true, isn't it, that um, uh, prison wardens, I I, I don't want to knock the industry because I think they do a great job, they are incredibly underpaid, and that you will get one or two prison wardens that will turn a blind eye or will take a few quid to smuggle phones in, won't you? Well, that that is an allegation I don't know. I think think that the mount, the, the most obvious way to get things in is over the perimeter fence. It is an unusual prison. It's got a very large site, a big perimeter fence. Oh, so and, people and chucking stuff over? Phones, you can control where they're going to be thrown over in packages, and they can be picked up. And that's, I think, the number one route for getting things into the prison. But I'm sure there are occasionally instances where, where, where prison staff, I know that two years ago, some prison staff was, was convicted uh, on a criminal charge for, assist- for bringing in something. But... Uh, 
I, I don't think generally they come in through the corrupt prison staff. Oh no, and, I, and I'm not suggesting it's all of them at all. I have ultimate respect for the prison staff. I think they do uh, they do a tough job, and they don't get the money or, or or the respect that they deserve. And I'm just suggesting that maybe it's you know it's it's it could literally be one or two people that that you know want to kind of top up their wages. I'm not I'm not knocking the whole industry. Well, what? Of course, prisoners have in fact have visits. The prison encourages prisoners to yep. have visits, and that and prisoners are visitors are are generally screened, but there's always a certain flow of things coming in by, by our visitors. Mm. And also, you have a lot of merchandise coming in, coming to the workshops. Again, you've got this constant flow of transport coming in, people coming in, and again, it's difficult to say this is where the, mm. the drugs come in or where the, the mobiles come in. And in fact, I would say to you, Ian, that really, in the long run, that the sooner the prison service bit the bullet and, 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 and took, incurred the expense to block the mobile phone signal, which would destroy the whole process. Alan, do you know what I was? As you were talking, as you were talking, I was just thinking that we have a ter- we hardly get a phone signal in this building unless we have a booster on. And I was wondering, I don't know if the technology exists, if you could if you can block a phone signal and a Wi-Fi signal in a prison, is that possible? Well, I'm told I'm told it is. I'm told uh, originally they were concerned it would it would block people who weren't at the prison as well. It would be it would be difficult to to be too specific. But I'm yep. told, and I'm not an expert. I'm told it is possible now. There's a technology to block it very specifically, so you could actually block it so so that so that um, prisoners' mobile phones just would be no use. Mm. And actually, that would be a terrific step forward. It would really it would really go to the heart of solving the problem. But once it was agreed at the Mount, then no doubt every prisoner wanted. And it is a question of cash. I mean, mm. it's the, the we are fighting the whole time with a situation in the public sector body where. Where, where there are cost cuts the whole time. The prisons are, are not as well staffed as they'd like to be. The, 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 to run a prison, and this, you, I don't know if you know, in the course of the last 12 months, the mount has been greatly expanded. It did have a, a capacity of 770 prisoners. Mm. In the last 12 months, they built a new monstrously large wing which, which holds 250 prisoners, so it's now gone up to 1,020. The staffing they need to manage this lot, and it's 24-7, is 330 staff, and they're always at least 10% short. They're always 30, 40 staff short. So you have these sort of problems, and, uh, and it's all to do with, it's largely cost-driven, and we know that prisons have to be more economical, but it, you know, the pressure is always on that, and it would be, would be wonderful if, if, the, if someone would say, well, look, we, first of all, we need to block the mobile phone signals. That would cut out all of this mobile phone nonsense, I think I've never seen a prisoner with a mobile phone, but I'm told that they're absolutely all over the place. How they all got there, I don't know. But if a prison officer turns a blind eye, it's probably just because he feels it's futile. If he saw one, there'd be another thousand he hasn't seen. Uh, you'll go off to the prison this morning, are you? What are you going to be doing there? Are you going to be joining a breakdancing competition? That seems uh, no, to be de rigueur yeah, at the moment. Yeah, we are, are, are the monitoring board. We're, we're about 15 of us, and we have various races. And one is that every week... On a Tuesday, two of us go in to see prisoners who've put in applications to see us. They can fill in a form, a yellow form, if they want to see a member of the independent monitoring board. And it could be that they've lost property. It could be that they've, uh, they, 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 they're frustrated that they can't get on a course they want to be on, etc., etc. There could be all sorts of reasons. They may be frustrated that they're on closed visits, which means that they're not allowed to see um, their, their relatives and visitors um, and, and make personal contact. They have to see it through a glass screen and, and, and that's the sort of disciplinary measure. And these things, they may come to us and say they want to see us and, and sometimes we can help them. 
more often than not, we can't. We just say, look, we can't have, we're not managing the prison. Mm. The prison has behaved in the correct way, and, and sorry, but that's how it is. And uh, but, but today, when I go in, one of my colleagues will be there, and we're probably ending up to 20 prisoners to see, and it'll take us all morning, be in there in an hour's time, and I'll be there for three or four hours, and hopefully it goes through the list, and maybe I'll make one or two prisoners content with them, we'll, 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 we'll be frustrated that we weren't able to help them. Alan, really nice talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. I really appreciate your time. It's Alan Tolson, who has uh, been a member of the Independent Monitoring Board for the Mount for the last eight years. Uh, that technology must exist to, to, to block a signal within a building, mustn't it? Because we, uh, uh, if the Wi-Fi switched off here, we don't get a phone signal. It's the weirdest thing. All last well, There was a couple of days last week when the machine broke and we're all going around going, I can't get a signal. Where's the signal? Hey, Kels, thanks for the double ender, mate. That is... You're, you're welcome, Claire. She's giving me a double ender. Look at the size of that. I'm never going to finish that. Tony Blackburn's been in. What, prison? No, just in here. Oh, what, is, what, is, what does he want now? He's saying he really enjoyed the Glen Campbell song. What was it? Oh, um, Tony, it was by uh, Harry Nielsen, Without Her. Oh. And it's from a brilliant... There's a brilliant compilation. I'm assuming you can still get it. Double CD. I bet it costs next to nothing now, because I got mine about 15 years ago. Uh, uh, Glen Campbell, the capital years, 65 to 77. Every song... There's, like, some really big hits, and then there's other songs you go, oh, flipping it, and stuff like that, without her, which is one of the best Nielsen songs. And uh, Harry Nielsen... I'm a little bit... I never quite got Nielsen. I, there's a few of them I like. There's a few of them that are brilliant. There's a lot I go, what? Mm. But I, obviously, I like... Put the lime in the coconut, the bitty, but you put the lime in the coconut, you such do it like that. Such a silly woman. That's what he says. You're such a silly woman. You're doing um, David Bowie singing um, uh, Lenny Kravitz. As a doctor. <laughs> put the lime in the coconut to pick it all up. You put the lime in the coconut and do it again. 03459-455-555 is the telephone number. It's Kelly Betts's last week here. Here's um, the Venn diagram splitting. We're about to enter another Venn diagram because it's also Catherine Boyle's last day here yeah. this week. Yeah. So it's your last day mm-hmm. working with Kelly Betts. Yeah. So what would you like to say to her? And I'm going to... Oh, no, don't. I can't do this. Morning, Tone. Uh, what would you like to say to her? Because I'm going to switch off my microphone. I'm going to play some... Oh, don't. No, I can't. No, 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 no. Listen, by the way, she set, you've set the precedent. You've bought her a flipping present. It's an amazing present. Yeah, well, but the pressure's on now. What am I going to buy Kelly Betts as a leaving present? Or something from the heart. Um, I'd rather get something from Amazon because then it just gets delivered to me straight away. Very nice book. I tell you what we're going to do. We'll do the travel, we'll do the news, we'll come back. You, oh, give no, you, a little minute. you two are going to have a moment on the radio. Is that all right? No. Brilliant. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 into London, it's starting to ease off now between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 for Hamill Hempstead after the accident's been cleared out of the way. And on the M25, it is still looking very busy from Junction 16 for the M40 to 15 for the M4 at Lothorny Interchange. In Presswood on Wickham Road, there's roadworks at the junction for Hildreth Road, so that could cause some delays when it starts to get busier. And I've just seen that on the M25, there's been an accident between Junction 22 for St Albans and 23 for the A1M, so that's causing it to be very slow. On the train departure board, there's no reporting problems at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. The eagle-eared amongst you would have picked up a little clue as to what's coming next. It's going to be, well, I think the next four minutes 30 is going to be so powerful a moment in radio that the Sonys are going to go, let's get the band back together one more time. Let's do those awards one more time just to honour this. It's coming up, guys. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. 
These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor George Osborne has agreed to make changes to his plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. The Ministry of Justice says it's investigating after a video of partying inmates at the Mount Prison at Bovingdon in Hertfordshire was posted online. And um, boy, oh boy, this is an unpleasant story. I'm going to rephrase this ever so slightly. Police are investigating after a number of um, uh, horse parts were found in rubbish bags dumped on playing fields in Watford. Every weekday from three. It's not just about what we bring you. Starting off on the M25, it's particularly heavy moving anti-clockwise. It's also about what you bring us. In the end, I could only eat off my ironing board. Your stories. Every room in the house was just... I was climbing over mountains of rubbish. Your humour. There's a reason why you earn the big bucks, you see. That sort of insightful comment is exactly right. Your opinions. Well, the culture's got to change because the police can't do it and the the traffic wardens are so busy, so the culture has to change. Parents do change into uh, different human beings when they are picking their kids up. Roberto Peroni. And everyone across beds, hearts and bucks. Weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. telephone number. I'm going to give you a call back, all right? Kelly? Yes, my love? I've got something I want to say to you. Okay. Try not to cry. Mm. I've been thinking about us. Mm. And I've been thinking, you know, we're like... uh, When it works, it's really good. We're like Fleetwood Mac, aren't we? Like the good Fleetwood Mac before they went. And like the Spice Girls when they all got on and... Yeah. Maybe take that a bit, not do what you like. That was a bit that's a bit more dealy than us. Yeah. Less Club 7, maybe. Anyway, I've been thinking about them and... One Direction. Mm. Actually, mm. I'm going to write that one down. That's good. Okay. One Direction. Because all those... You spelt Direction wrong. Shh, don't That's mind. rude. Shh. All those teams are amazing together. Mm. But it could never last, could it? Because... Mm of one person's towering ego and the fact they thought they were too good to mm. stick around. Mm-hmm. But it's not happening here, is it? Because yeah. it's not about your ego. It's about the fact you deserve better. Thanks. And I hope you're going to get it repeatedly in London. I think I will. I've seen so fly time. free! <laughs> Kelly Betts. There's, there's another two minutes of the track. Hello, three counties. Yeah, no, no. She's not interested. No, there's Gone. another. There's another two minutes of the. Okay, what do you want me to do for two no, minutes? No, 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 no. We probably got it there. I think we milked it enough there. Should I stop milking it? Yeah, please do. You right, Kels? Yeah. You, you, you were supposed to say stay silent in that bit. The phone rang. 
Yeah, well, you were supposed to say si- stay silent. Shall I stay you know, silent now and then edit it over? Do you know what happened? What? On beds, hards and bugs, Kelly Betts muffs it up again. <laughs> you see? You see? Can I keep that? Um, yes, because I've had that for about two months and I forgot I had it, so uh, <laughs> we've only got four more days' use out of it. In my head, it's bets, hearts and bugs. Well, that's... That's, that's um, the monstrous ego again. That's, <laughs> the, that's a step too far. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number. Residents of a street in Watford, which is a 20 miles per, per hour speed limit, say drivers are ignoring the signs and no-one is enforcing it. Mike Toll says hundreds of drivers converge on Croxley View at school pick-up and drop-off times and the signage alone is having no effect on speed. As we can speak to Mike now, now, morning, Mike. Good morning, Jesus. Uh, so how do we uh, know that the, the, the signs aren't working? What, what's going on? Well, when they were installed, no, I mean, we, we knew nothing. We didn't know who applied for a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, but uh, suddenly one morning I woke up and there were 20-mile-an-hour speed limits. Um, but there were no backup signs, no road markings. There were signs missing. There was no lights on the signs. So I queried it with the county councillor, and he admitted that they, that they were sham. They what were do you mean by sham? Hoping, well, they were put up hoping that people would adhere to them, mm. but they weren't official. I believe there's a, a legal order has to be passed before they can... Yeah, I'd heard this before about various places where... Um, I remember we had years ago when I started this job, Mike, we had a councillor on talking about how they were going to introduce 20-mile-per-hour speed limits in residential areas. And then he said, oh, but it's not legally enforceable. We're, we're just putting up there, hope people will follow it. Um, th- 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 we've asked the council about this, and the councillor mm-hmm. said they are legal, and a traffic regulation order has been in place since 2008, meaning they can be enforced. They each uh, signpost. Excuse me. Each mm. signpost should have a light on it. Right. Each sign should be lit up. It should be backed up by road markings, and there are roads which haven't got any signs at all leading onto this. So people coming along there, they don't know they're going into a twenty mile an hour speed limit. It's just a. You know, a mystery. Yeah. So, what, uh, so what? Don't adhere to, people don't adhere to the speed limit. Mm. Far from it. We, we've got ourselves boy racers, but. Um, so, what do you want to see done, Mike? What you what you 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 just want lights on the signs? What else would you like? Road markings. There's a road, as I say, you come along one road and you don't know you're going into a twenty mile an hour speed mm. limit. Um, so we need. That road marked up. Um, each of these signposts should have a light on. Um, certain signposts, like uh, 20 mile an hour, 30 mile an hour, no entry, one way, they've all got so, uh, the posts are lit up at night. Mm. So you can see. Mike, Mike, listen, uh, Mike, stay, stay there for one second. I want to bring in Councillor Nigel Bell, who's from Hertfordshire County oh, Council. He's the local councillor. Morning, Nigel. Yeah, morning, morning. Uh, so is this is this legal or not, these 20 miles? Are, are they legally enforceable or not? As far as I know, they are, because I'm told that they're, if they're supposed to be mandatory, so therefore counties should be enforcing them. But the uh, question is, is getting it to be enforced, you know, and I basically I would like to get the police down there. Has a traffic uh, regulation order been put in place? Because it's one thing putting up signs, you then have to get the traffic regulation order to make those signs legally enforceable. 
Yeah, as far as I know, the regulation order was put in years ago, but right. it's something we'll have to follow up. Yeah, I know it. I can't. I can't even. I can't remember exactly what year it was put up. But because uh, if people, yeah, I mean, if, if, that, if that order isn't put in place, then people are allowed to do. Uh, I imagine thirty. That you know that 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 is legal. Um, but either way, people are ignoring these signs, aren't they, Nigel? Oh, yeah, what, what yeah. can we do I mean, to make sure they don't? Well, I'd like to see uh, more. As Mike told you, says that he's quite right, and he's representing a lot of residents. I think we do need to see more enforcement by police in that area because if, if there's been a lot of incidents, lots of people have reported some to me of speeding in that area, when it, especially when it's right near a school, well, two schools and a children's centre. Then I think we need to get the police down there to do uh, at least mobile um, speed limits and maybe have a you know a blitz on that area. Isn't it the thing though with these things? And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of thinking out loud because I, you know, I wouldn't want people speeding around near my kids' school. You get police there for a couple of days. People slow down for a couple of days, and then next week, yeah. when the police aren't there, they they go back to their their bad habits. Yeah, I know. And, and in a sense, it's to do with changing the whole culture. Of tw- uh, when you bring in twenty mile per hour zones, you know, some people want to make the whole. And I understand it. That most of the inner part of Watford, a twenty mile per hour mm. area, twenty mile per hour zone, depending on what you call it. But a lot of that will be to do with, yes, you get the signs up, and then basically it, it's basically... So the police won't have the time to enforce it everywhere. They'll have other things to do, to be honest. So you do need people, the culture, everybody who lives in that area, to actually try and go along with it themselves. You know, I know if it's one particular area, it's probably going to be hard, easier to do. Um, speed cameras? Could you not put a camera one end of the street, camera the other? That, that, that works. We could look at it, but I mean, the, the, the criteria for a speed camera now is, is, is quite difficult. It's to do with the accidents in the last three years, whether there's been a fatality and all that sort of thing. But if there's a bit that we could, you could have to have a look at the what the accident, um, where, you know, what, what, what the figures are for the last three years in that area, I suppose. Yeah. Mike, what do you reckon? Well, Nigel knows the area. Yeah. And he knows that if you enter Croxley View by opposite um, Summer Place. Yeah. And then you turn right into Chesham Way, that comes out the other end of Croxley View. But there's no signs in Chesham Way saying this you're going into a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit. There are no signs in Chesham Way. Yeah. There are no road markings, which I've always... I suppose, I'm Mike, it's, it's more mo- it's more money, isn't it? And if people are going to ignore it, I don't know how much a road sign and road markings cost, but it's a few quid. If people are going to ignore it, 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 it is it worth putting more money into it? I think it's worth it. For you're saying, is it worth it? I mean, the thing is, we've got... On that, just that little area alone, there must be oh, nearly 800 of school children. Just in that St Anthony's... Uh, Westfield Junior and yeah. Westfield Academy. There must be 800 at least. Mm. Sure we've, got two, we've got two nurses on that on that road. Uh, yeah. and, and it's a busy road traffic-wise. It's a bus route for yeah. as well. My, mm. N- Nigel, your, your, your final word to you on this? No, I mean, I agree with that. I think we're, we're, there's, all, there's also two, a children's centre there as well. Uh, so I think, yeah, it is something we need to look at and I have to try and get County Council to, to move on this. With the, if we can get as many residents as Mike and others, maybe get a petition and say, look, there's no point in just putting that, those two signs in, which Mike is talking about, near where he is, and then suddenly there's nothing else. We need to get a change. We need to get a change in 
local local people's culture and the mm. way they're driving around there as well, mm. to be honest. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Nigel Bell from Hertfordshire County Council. Uh, uh, was the last voice and local resident Mike Toll. 03459 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Told by name, told by nature, for whom the mic tolls, you know. Maybe we install a toll system. I never used the toll. When I used to, sometimes I'd drive up the, what is it, M6? Mm Mm-hmm. They have a toll road there. I'd rather take the slower way. Depends whether they've been paid or not. Yeah, I know. Never, I'd never pay. I don't pay the toll. Oh, I have. I don't, I don't pay if the I've toll. got to get to my grand, she's old. I've not got time to waste. Oh, I suppose when you put it like that. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there are delays in both directions between Junction 22 for St Albans and 23 for the A1M at South Mims. As after a police incident earlier, there was a rolling roadblock in both directions. It's open again now, but it's still very slow. On the A1M southbound, it's slow from Junction 8 for Hitchin to 7 for Stevenage, and it's very busy on the M1 southbound around Junction 12 for Flittick, but it's easing off between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 for Hamel Hempstead, where there was an accident earlier. In Dunstable, the High Street South is very busy between the A505 and Dunstable, Road and looking at the train departure boards, there are no major delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30 with the headlines in sport. I'm Gail Sanderson. The Chancellor, George Osborne, has agreed to make changes to plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. Peers voted to delay the cuts and force the Treasury to provide three years of help to those low-paid workers affected by the policy. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire, Alan Toulson, says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. His call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. Detectives are continuing to question a 15-year-old boy who was arrested in County Antrim yesterday in connection with the alleged theft of data from the TalkTalk website. And people living in a Watford street say the 20-mile-an-hour signs installed by the council are being ignored by motorists. Residents in Croxley View say the signs are pointless because the speed limit is not enforced. And the weather, a fine morning with fog lifting, heavy rain later, maximum temperature 17 degrees Celsius. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. In football, Jose Marino has been charged with misconduct by the FA over his language and behaviour in Chelsea's defeat by West Ham. It's understood it doesn't trigger his suspended stadium ban as the nature of the offences differ. Both clubs have been charged for failing to control their players. Luton Town have drawn Crawley Town in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Stevenage will play Gillingham. Wickham Wanderers are against FC Halifax or Guiseley. Chesham United have drawn Bristol Rovers. St Albans City at play Grimsby Town. Barnett have drawn Blackpool and Borenwood will play Northwich, Victoria or Chorley. The ties will be played next month. England captain Alistair Cook blamed a first innings batting collapse for his side defeat by Pakistan in the second test in Dubai. The tourists came within 6.3 overs of securing a draw, but Cook pointed to England's loss of seven wickets for 36 runs on Saturday as a key point in the game. He said he wouldn't rule out making team changes ahead of the third test. 
This is always what happens when you lose games of cricket and when you're in a high-pressured environment, especially international cricket, you know, people do struggle for form. So, you know, it's up to, you know, the management, you know, the selectors now. We've got, we've got to sit down, dust ourselves off and try and pick the right side for charge. It's very hard to comment on that right now until we see in the wicket, all that kind of stuff. But, of course, when, when you lose a game or when people aren't quite performing, then you, you have to, you always have to look at that. World Cup winning captain Franz Beckenbauer says he accepts responsibility for the German FA's mistake in making a payment of 6.7 million euros to FIFA. However, he's denied the money was used to buy votes to secure the 2006 World Cup. In athletics, Great Britain have won their seventh gold medal of the IPC Athletics World Championships in Doha. Paul Blake successfully defended his T36 800 metres title. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at eight. Paul Scoynes is weird. Paul Scoynes is weird. Paul Scoynes is weird. Paul Scoynes is weird. Paul Scoynes. I can see it. There's a castle in the cloud and it's floating on by. Can you see it? Can you see it? With my imagination, I can see it. With my pencil crayon, I can draw it. On a piece of paper, I can show it to you. I can show it to you. There's a flipper hippopotamus riding on a bike. I can see it. At night, I just know it. I just know it. With my imagination, I can see it. With my pencil crayon, I can draw it. On a piece of paper, I can show it to you. I can show it to you. Boss, you don't get out of it that easily, Tony Blackton. You don't come yeah. in to, th- and I'm going to say it on air, so I've got was... witnesses threaten me. Threat. <laughs> he comes in waving his fists around, oily. Uh, you get, to, and you get a little bit. We were asking this morning, Tony, very important question. Yeah. Um, it turns out that one in 50, 2% of all hot dogs contain human DNA. It's in the newspaper, so it must be yeah, true. I was just in you coming up, and it, it worries me that being a vegetarian, and you were saying oh. some vegetarian stuff. Mate, the vegetarian stuff has got me tin. Um, the, um, where is it? That traces are also found in two-thirds of vegetarian samples, yeah. with 10% of the veggie products containing meat. Ugh. I'm sorry to say... Well, I, I tend to eat vegetables, honey. I don't like food very much, you see. It's one of so, those... Uh, it's, <laughs> can you click that, please, Kelly? Because that's the, no, n- no, that's the weirdest I mean, thing I've ever heard. I'm being serious. If they would come up with a little pill that you could take in the morning that would keep oh, you filled man. up and just keep you going, that's what I would do. Do you not like food, really? No, oh, no. I love a, a, sitting, sitting down with a good meal, the sauces, no. the... the other things you get with food, I can't no, think I of any like off the top of my actually, head. I mean, if I could do without eating food, I, I would do, do that. Wow, you but are... you'd die, wouldn't you? You would die, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah. And, and, and I don't no, want I'll that to you for a long, long time. Yeah. Okay, if you don't like food, but the question is, if you had to eat somebody, Tony Blackburn, yes. who would you eat? Um, who would I eat? 
I would probably eat myself. Because I, being a vegetarian, <laughs> being a vegetarian, okay. I would know that there's no meat product inside me. You've interviewed a lot of pop stars, a lot of rock stars, yeah. a lot of soul stars. None of those you've eyed up and as you're, maybe you'd missed lunch. Chaka Khan, probably. Thanks very much indeed. Tony Blackburn. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Yeah, go on, get out now. Come on, get out, for goodness sakes. Go. Go. He don't, I mean, d- 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 I'm going to go. Go, completely. The whole nation go, go, go. And don't, and don't <laughs> interrupt my team who are working hard out there. Shaka Khan. <laughs> I bet she's delicious, actually. I bet she... Nice um, garlic butter. Repeats on you, though. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Oh, you did it, Chaka, Chaka, Chaka Khan. Did it, Can I just say? Go on. The 15-year-old fanboy, every time Tony Blackburn comes on my show, goes, I know. I just went out to the loo and I got caught talking to Tony Blackburn on the way and I was imagining oh. when you said to me, where have you been? I could say, I've been having a chat with Tony Blackburn. The, the, the geek in me, is just every time, oh, he's come on my show and then he says really nice things to me. Anyway, right, 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I, I, I need Dealey because I've got a What's the Story Morning Glory coming up in a second. So when, when he's, he's got his clothes on. He's got, well, I could I, shout him, he's in the office. Shall I shout go him shout, go, go shout him. I've got, he's just got a little What's the Story coming up. That's all, that's all it is, guys. That's all it is. Yeah. While she's shouting for Dealey, Kiri's, oh, you two always come hand in hand. You two always come together. It's Kiri. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, Kiri. How are you? Good, thank you. Right, I've done a poem this time for Kelly. Why is... Okay, listen, we're trying to... um, Dealey, come in. Come in and join me. Take the the red one. Blackburn's just used that microphone, so it's... uh, There's good vibes coming off it. Okay, lovely. Got your top on? Yeah, now, yeah. That tweet was really... Really inappropriate. You do realise how hot it is out there, don't you? It's bo- the, the, yeah. the, 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 the offices today, Kiri, at BBC Three Counties Radio, are boiling. Mm. They, I, they... Can come and, I can come and stand Justin if you want. <laughs> well, the thing is, he'll pr- the, the, this is the thing, Kiri, you could do. He'll probably be topless, though. I just <sighs> tweeted a picture of him and you can see his nipples. <laughs> Justin Dealey's Nipples, by the way, great name for a band, if anyone... It would be a comedy single. You'd be one-hit wonders, but it'd be well worth it. To be fair, though, can I just put this into context? Because Please do, mate, yes. This morning, you sent me out onto the streets at 6 o'clock, and you said, can Mm. you go and ask people on the streets um, if they had to eat somebody, who would they want to eat and why? You heard heard Tony Blackburn, Shaka Khan. (laughs) (laughs) Tony! What a legend that guy is. He's so good. That's why he said, said, well, it'll be me. I said, yeah, but there must have been a pop star. Oh, yeah, Shaka Khan. So you sent me out into the streets. Yes, boss. I, I was running around for 20 minutes trying to get answers from people on yes. which celebrity would you like to eat. So yeah. I've come back into the office yeah. and I'm even hotter. So yeah. for those 20 minutes, I admit, I took my top off and yeah. I was editing the audio. Okay. However, nobody could see me. That's why I did. I wouldn't do it now. Gail is, is uh, genuinely upset that she missed it. I know she is. She's yes. gutted. Yeah, I was behind her. OK. So, Kerry, what have you called in about? I've got a poem oh, about Kelly. This is because Kelly's leaving. We're asking everyone to do their own little obits and little pieces, and then, then it turns out I am going to edit them together, oh. probably probably tomorrow, right? So, so You? Seriously? Oh, do you know how to use the stuff? It would take me about four hours. I won't yeah. use this rubbish. I'll use yeah. Audacity on the computer, my computer. I do it at home. It took me about four hours to do a three-and-a-half-minute piece, but mm. oh, it's going to be... Yeah. Apart from the levels, the levels yeah. will be completely <laughs> to cock, but mm, it's going to be... And it's going to be... And do you know what, Kels? I know that um, Catherine's bought you a bracelet. That package is going to be my gift to you, my living gift to you. Thank you. Yeah, because... No, I mean it. I Mm. look forward to having the cassette that you'll um, make for me. I will burn it onto a cassette. Thank you. 
Um, but everyone's doing poems, and I flipping hate poetry. I know on the you radio. don't like poems, do you? I don't like poems. All right, then, uh, but we're going to let you do it, Kiri. It's got to be in the past tense, and it's got to mention Kelly, OK? Well, obviously. Well, you say obviously. <laughs> Some people have not been able to grasp that concept. OK, right. All okay. right, wait, ladies and gentlemen, would you please Don't welcome... interrupt me when I do it, Ian. Oh, all right, love, blimey. You got a bit of a cold? You sound a bit nasally. I've just got up. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, all right, wait, wait. right. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome... Oh, hang on a second. My computer's gone to cock. Please welcome Kiri with her past, parting message to Kelly Betts. Kelly, the time came and went, and now you've left the show. Ian clearly won't miss you. I'm going to stop you there. You said now. Mm. Now is present. So take the word now out and that sentence will still work. You, and you've left the show, okay? OK? Ready, ready, steady, go. Kelly, the time came and went and you've left the show. Ian clearly won't miss you. Catherine is talking to you on the phone. That's, part, that's present tense. I flip. What is wrong with these people? Seriously, what is wrong with these people? What is wrong with these... It's present well, no. tense. Catherine is no. talking to you on the phone. Yeah, because... <laughs> She's left and now she's talking to her on the phone. Hang on one second, left. hang on one second. Tony Blackburn's just walked in. Tony, do you, do you fancy a sandwich or something? I don't like food very much, you okay. see. Okay, we'll leave it then, we'll leave it. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. I'll have them all myself. It's, you've done it in present tense. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Hang on. It, yeah, what? Hang on. It is present Kath tense. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. Right, Tim, you can call in tomorrow when it's in past tense. <laughs> I mean, really? I'm not oh, having this. Broken Britain. Broken Britain can't tell their tenses. It's getting tense in here. This obit is going to be very short. It, yes. Because people are and giving I think, up. And no, I think it is going to be very short, Kelly. And when you mm. realise how short it is, mm. you need to ask yourself some questions about why it's so short. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why, why, do, why do people not know their tenses? Anyway. Back from the dead and taking it to the streets of beds, hards and bugs. Justin Dealey. Thank you, boss. Here we go. It's a What's the Story Morning Glory, ladies and gentlemen. We read a headline from the newspapers. Uh, you have to try and guess what the story is. <laughs> What's that for? Just love you guys. Oh, oh stop oh, that. I'm just on. taking you all in. Well, what? steady. Hmm? Assault and buttery. Assault oh. and buttery. If you don't no, mind, no. it's her last week. We're yeah. going to go to the bets first. Yeah, that's fine. I was going to say, yeah, please. Kelly, please. away you go, my love. Hmm? You, uh, assault and buttery. Assault. Why are you Googling? She's no, not, I'm not. Oh, oh. she's trying to put Gatford through, but he's done one. He's hung up. He's let us down yet again. Yeah, of course. What do you expect? What's the spelling? That's when the spelling... <laughs> like, that matters. No, is it assault like the bad the stuff? The headline is assault... Or the good stuff like violence. No, or the good stuff like salt that you put with on your Just chips. Just answer the flipping heck. Can on I declare beds, hards and bugs? <laughs> Kelly Betts muffs it up again. <laughs> Can I declare an interest here? I know what it is, so okay. I'm out. All right, all right, Catherine. Well, you, we've got, I knew you were because you're a massive news bumlick. Oh. Ooh. No, don't tell her. Hmm? Ke Kelly. No. What? What assault and buttery? Is it about? Um, sorry, I'm just putting. A... Oh, it's right, I can take him. When they're, when they're doing, you, you, you talk to me. Focus. I'll take him. Go on. 
Is it? Right, about... she's, she's writing it down on right, the okay. paper. I mean, what the flipping hell is the problem with these people? I'm going to give you a good answer here. All right, okay. Then. All right. I look forward you, to you it. know sometimes how people throw salt over their shoulder for yeah. good luck. Yeah, okay? yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So get rid I, of the devil. Yeah. Get rid of the devil. So I think somebody is in a restaurant yep. and they've spilt some salt on the table. They've picked it up, thrown it over their shoulder for good oh, luck. No, no. It's hit the person behind them. Yeah. They've got up. It's all kicked off. Assault and buttery. <laughs> but where's the butter come into it? You know, you know, it could, it could be like, you know, battering. Like, you know, yeah, but it would say battery. Bat- yeah, but no, no, the, the I, but- just, I, I, I think this is good. The, the buttery is obviously an important part of it. Is it? Well, it's but- assault and buttery. Yeah, but it's, it's a play on words. Yeah, but you've not done the play on words. All right, OK, that's the best I've got. Gatford, what do you reckon? I reckon Jada's right. Well, Thanks, mate. Well, he's not, mate. No, but he is, because you are a present tense, past tense bully, and now you're <sighs> bullying J-Dog. I was bullying J-Dog. Yeah, but no, and and you have been bullying J Dog. Uh, in, yeah. in the mm. past, you... I, in the past, yeah. I have bullied J Dog. I am not bullying J Dog yeah. right now. That moment has finished. Past tense, present tense. You, I will bully him will again bully in the future. Again. Future tense. Yeah. Have you got it now? Yeah, right. I've without further it. ado, do the poem. Kelly Betts has gone. She's been replaced by John. She's been replaced. She's been yeah. replaced. Yes, yeah, that's right. She's been that's replaced. You're happy with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Right, let's let's go to the uh, the board of um, uh, voters. And uh, Catherine Boyle, you happy with that? Well, has been is kind of... Um, is it the blue perfect? Use, is that what we call it? Don't use the phrase has been. It just sits uncomfortably. Um, Who's John? I, I, I'd be more comfortable with was. Uh, yeah, have you got any aswad? What? <laughs> tis was aswad. Was, I'd be more comfortable with was. Aswad. She wants aswad. I want tis was. Dealey, what would you like? Um, whatever. I'm easy. Can you, so tis was, aswad, and whatever. Can you sort that out for us? No. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Who's John? <laughs> I've got no flipping idea. We'll reveal the answer to this after this. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A5 southbound in Milton Keynes, the lane's been blocked near Grafton Street. And also on the A5, the High Street south in Dunstable, it's very slow southbound between West Street and Dunstable Road. On the M1, it's very busy between Junction 13 for Milton Keynes south and 12 for Flittick. And it's also busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 23 for the A1M at South Mims after a stoppage earlier on. On the A1 southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabout, delays are building up from the St Neots Junction. And on the train departure boards, there are no major delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much indeed. Mm, 7.46, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor, George Osborne, says he'll make changes to his plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire says officials should consider blocking inmates' phone signals. The call comes after a video of inmates partying, drinking and breakdancing was posted online. And police are investigating after a number of horse parts were found in rubbish bags dumped on playing fields in Watford. Let's get the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there, a bit of mist and fog around this morning, but clearing to give us uh, leave us with a fair amount of cloud, but it does brighten up later on, so we should have a spell of sunshine. However, it clouds over ahead of a ra- uh, have, <laughs> ahead of some rain that's going to be pushing through later on. Now, temperature-wise, we're looking at highs of about 17 degrees Celsius, so mild for the time of year. That rain continues through the night with lows of 11 degrees and also tomorrow morning. So wet commute, but the further west you are, the sooner you'll see the back of it as 
as it clears through the day with some sunny spells by the end of the afternoon. Highs of 14 degrees Celsius. Thursday starts off dry, but uh, we've got rain coming through later on. It's a fairly narrow, fast-moving band, though, so it should be short-lived. And a pulse of rain earlier in the day on Friday, but it does look a little more settled over the weekend. That's your latest forecast. Every weekday morning. Isn't it nice to have a good discussion about things in a polite way? My opinion is... You make a very valid point. As long as the person can do the job, I don't care. Hence, I'm saying she's completely out of touch. It doesn't always happen like that, though, does it? Well, if you let me speak, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you know what they are, then. Well, that doesn't prove that an accident's been caused, does it? The JVS Show. My big phone-in every morning from nine gets everybody talking. First of all, I congratulate you. got a very good topic on this morning. I'd like to share some experiences. I'm not going to respond to that statement because I find that quite inflammatory. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Hang on a minute. Oh, flipping computers. Here. There we go. That's what we're after. Assault and buttery. Dealey? Um, you've done it, you've done it, you've, you've yeah, failed. Are, I know, well hang on, <laughs> hang on you, you get a second chance sometimes in life, everyone deserves a second chance. No one gets a second chance in uh, when we're playing What's the Story, you know the rules. I think somebody has been um, assaulted with butter. What? He's getting, cl- he's closer than mm. he was that nonsense yep. about, he's, he's yep. picked up on the buttery bit. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, you know the story. Yeah. What's the story? Morning, Morning Glory. Glory. The story is this, and this. Two brothers, yeah. police called, mm-hmm. they're having a fight. What are they fighting over? The butter. A round of toast. Yeah. Oh, what? Police were called to two, to stop two brothers arguing over a slice of toast in Humberside, <laughs> East Yorkshire. Toast is serious up north. And that, <sighs> David, is what makes Britain great. Yeah, I'm sure you're absolutely right. Hey, listen, I was in a unique position yesterday in that I was listening to the Roberto Peroni show. I don't mean he's only got one listener. Mm. But I was listening to the Roberto Peroni show and he was talking uh, about ghosts. Yeah. Did you hear I, it? Yeah. I heard about this you mean ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about ghosts. Yeah. And then suddenly he said, right, we're going to go to David and Hitchin now. And you popped up and um, yeah. it, I, I've got to be honest, your phone sounds even worse when I'm listening to you on the radio <laughs> than it does in this studio. How does Rob sound oh, again? No. Sorry? How does I Rob sound again? He said, Rob, one, Rob yeah. sounds like a, a, a... Rob sounds... Okay, we're going to go to David and Hitchin now. <laughs> Manly, that's, manly. That's, that's, proper, that's, not a, that's not a bad lad. impression. Oh, good, yeah, that's it's, nice. it's, it's, it. it's more polite than the one I do in the office. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Joking, Rob. Anyway, I was listening to his show. It was a good show. And then you came on talking about ghosts. Ghosts. Oh, I, I. Yeah, um, oh. I've got signs of Kelly Betts. I bet I you bet have. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. The thing is, I don't know if it's worth doing on, in such low fidelity. Well, well, are you saying he comes in? No, 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 no. I'm saying Careful, we, I'm just saying. All right. Well, then, what is it? Is it um, in any way? Uh, it, it, what is it? It's just some words. Okay. Well, <laughs> if it's just some words, let's, let's just have, let's have the words then. Away you go. Okay. I'm missing Kelly Betts. Her, inter- her interest and concern when I spoke with her on the phone. Kelly was someone I can never forget. Anything? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, it's heartfelt. 
I didn't really get a, 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 any of the words. Daly, you're, you're a man of words. You're yeah. like one of those urban poets who yep. um, isn't very good at poetry, what? but gets work on, on mm. the BBC just because mm. it ticks a box. OK. Right. Um, g- give us your insight into what um, David um, was saying. I've got to be honest with you, Dave. Um, I like you as a person. But, um, you respect him as a I, human being. I respect being. you as a person. Yeah. I respect your aura. I respect your cats. But unfortunately, that was absolutely awful. Sorry, Dave. Can you come back he tomorrow? Wasn't, yeah, he wasn't meant to be poetry. Oh. Well, oh. Whatever it was, it wasn't particularly good. Two things, what? David. Two things. We've been talking about the past tense. You used am missing and will never. Sad times. Sorry, David. You're not making it through to the next round. Well, of course you miss somebody if they're, if they're not there. You, of course, well, not always. Sometimes. David, I absolutely loved it. Thank you. And she's going to come round to your house and you can recite it to her face to face. How's about that, Big Dave? Um, yeah, if you can stand and look at my face, yeah. Good lad. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Here's a story that you might want uh, your young uh, people not to listen to because it's a little bit grim, actually. I've been rephrasing it slightly. It's, just, it's a bit it's about these horses and bits and pieces. So if you've got your kids, why don't you go and send them out in the garden and um, give, them, give them a box of matches or something? It's a joke. But you may might want to listen to this. Might not want to listen to this. An investigation is underway after a number of horse limbs were found dumped in rubbish bags on a playing field in Watford. Two rubbish bags containing the legs of horses or ponies. Um, a recently shod horse's foot... Shoes and an empty bag of horse food were discovered dumped in Gammons Lane just over a fortnight ago. Well, Jeanette Allen is the CEO of Horse Trust. This is um, this is kind of remarkable, Jeanette, isn't it? Oh, hang on a minute. Where are you? You're on that one there. Sorry, Jeanette, I had the wrong fader up. This, this, is, this is quite a remarkable story, isn't it? Um, it's completely appalling and it's utterly illegal. The disposal of a horse carcass is something that's quite heavily regulated. Uh, apart from these animals obviously not being treated with any dignity, um, someone's done something extremely naughty. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of the story. I don't, I don't know who discovered it, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a, a gruesome find for anybody that would stumble across something like that. It's absolutely shocking. The reality is if you're a responsible horse owner, you have to be prepared for the fact that you own a very large animal And when the sad time comes that it passes away naturally or you have to have it put to sleep for its own interest, then you must also have the money available to have it removed properly. And and as I said, that's properly regulated. There are rules about how you do that. And it's absolutely shocking that this this could happen. And that's the thing, isn't it? I I mean, it could just boil down potentially to, to money, the fact that someone did it like this. It could do. Um, The issue we have um, on a European scale is that any horse that has received um, a drug called Bute, which is the horse equivalent of paracetamol, it's very, very common painkiller and anti-inflammatory for horses, if they've ever received that, that horse cannot, at the end of its life, go to an abattoir because it's not allowed to enter the food Mm. Now, this is a bit grim, but it means that that horse doesn't have a value at the end of life. Mm. You can't sell it to the abattoir. It only has a cost, and that cost is to have it humanely destroyed and then legally disposed of, and that usually means cremation. Uh, when they find the person who did this, do we, do we know what... I mean, is it against the law what they've done? What would the punishment be? I don't know what the punishment would be, to be honest. It's probably going to be a matter for the local authority. But yeah. if, for example, you did want to bury a pet horse... Bury? Um, you can. Flip it, no, no small undertaking, uh, let me tell you. Yeah, um, I bet. 
and we would certainly not recommend it, but you must get permission from your local authority to do that because it's a very large animal. It can't be near a water source. It has to be so deep. Um, so really the only sensible thing to do is to contact the local slaughterman or go through your vet and, and have it removed safely and disposed of properly. How much would it cost, roughly, to, to get rid of a horse that has no financial value? The cheapest I've come across is between 100 and 150 pounds. So oh, okay. So it's not extortionate. If you can afford to keep a horse, yeah. you should have that kind of money available. It can, depending on where you live, be up to 500 pounds. But again, I would say if you're planning on owning an equine animal, these are, even Shetland ponies weigh 300 kilograms. Mm. You know, you must be prepared to look after them properly when the time comes at the end of their life. Jeanette, it's a really grim story. I appreciate you kind of treading carefully around around it for our young ears. Thank you very much indeed, Jeanette Allen, CEO of Horse Trust. I just think, oh, God, now I'm out walking the dog. I, if I, you know, if I find bags or anything, I'm always looking at, oh, what's that? I'm looking in that. I just think, if I'd found that, if my kiddies had found that, flipping heck. Isn't that grim? You can bring the kids back now. We finished. 03459 455 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bone dig. Oh, bone dig. Sorry, I keep meaning to turn my phone off. I do apologise. That's, um, that's outrageous behaviour. Uh, Catherine, have we got any Texas? Yes. Mm. We have. Go on then. Chip Butty. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. No, nope. OK. Thanks, thanks much, Thanks for that. Thanks for your contribution. Uh, another one is... Uh, anonymous text. Why are the speed cameras on Dunstable Road all covered over? Question mark, question mark. We just, I just don't know. It's just one of life's mysteries. There's um, another one. I mean, I don't know what this one is either. Snuffers. It's amazing what plastic surgeons can do now. Burning nipples onto retinas, who oh, would have thought? But we, well, if you've been paying attention to the show, you would know. Oh. Now, you know that I've put off two pop stars by singing very loudly. Yes. The Prince, Prince. and the Diamond. Mm-hmm. Prince of Diamonds. Whitney Superfan booted out of theatre for singing so badly. <gasps> I, th- I know it's sad, isn't it? But also at the same time, but Whitney brilliant. would definitely have chucked him out. Um, you say him, let's find out. Uh, woman. A oh. theatre girl was thrown out of the bodyguard. <laughs> oh dear. Gosh. For making a racket singing along to Whitney Houston hits. <laughs> There's some very hard songs in that. You read read the rest of the story. That's not what she got thrown out for. Oh, right. She had a few. The superfans wailing annoyed others in the audience, but then she started hurling abuse at them when they told her to shut up. That'll be it. (laughs) Three bouncers marched her out. If you've ever seen anybody escorted off the premises anywhere, 03459 455 555. Three bouncers marched her outside before the interval. Sasha Gaynard, who heard the woman singing quotes loudly and badly, said she was swearing and being aggressive to those trying to shush her and ruin the first half! <laughs> I imagine the show The Bodyguard ruined the first half by being the show <laughs> The Bodyguard. Witness Benjamin Waterall added w- Witness or Whitney's? <laughs> a lady shouted to one of the bouncers We have a gobby one here! <laughs> Wow, nice crowd. Alexandra Burke, 27, carried on in the lead role of Rachel Maron, Whitney's character in the 1992 film with Kevin Costner. Nottingham's Royal Concert Hall oh, confirmed a customer was asked to leave on... Imagine... <laughs> imagine a lady shouted to the bouncers, Eh, we got a right gobby one over here! Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
built in Keynes on the A5 southbound, the lane's blocked near Grafton Street because the car's broken down. In Markgate on the A5 southbound, approaching the M1 junction of Redbourne, it's starting to look very slow on the speed sensors. And there are also delays on the M1 southbound between junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flittick. On the M25, it's very busy between junction 26 for Mabby and 24 for Potter's Bar, anti-clockwise. And on the M40, heading from the Denham roundabout towards the M25, it's very busy there too. Actually, delays are all the way back from the Swanleys, Swakely's roundabout in Uxbridge. On the train departure board, though, there's no reported problems at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much. and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Gail Sanderson. The headlines, the Chancellor says he'll make changes after defeat over tax credit cuts. Call for block on phone signals at a Hertfordshire prison and residents want more traffic calming measures in a Watford street. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor, George Osborne, has agreed to make changes to his plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. Peers voted to delay the cuts and force the Treasury to provide three years of help to those low-paid workers affected by the policy. Mr Osborne said he'd still be able to make substantial savings to the welfare bill. I said I would listen, and that's precisely what I intend to do. I believe we can achieve the same goal of reforming tax credits, saving the money we need to save to secure our economy, while at the same time helping in the transition. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. The call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. Alan Toulson says blocking phone signals may be one way of dealing with the problem. I'm told it is possible now, there's a technology to block it very specifically, so you could actually block it so, so that, so that um, prisoners made by phones just would be no use. And actually that would be a terrific step forward. Two teenagers who were shot in an incident in South Buckinghamshire on Sunday afternoon remain in hospital. The 15-year-old and 17-year-old are being treated in hospital for serious leg injuries. Police have placed a watch in the park in Burnham but don't believe it was a random attack. People living in a Watford street say they need more traffic calming measures because motorists are ignoring their 20-mile-per-hour signs. County Councillor Nigel Bell, who represents the area, said he would like the police to enforce the speed limit down Croxley View. If there's been a lot of incidents of speeding in that area, when it, especially when it's right near a school, well, two schools and a children's centre, then I think we need to get the police down there to do uh, at least mobile speed limits and maybe have a, you know, a blitz on that area. A 15-year-old boy arrested in County Antrim in connection with the theft of customer data from TalkTalk in last week's cyber attack will face further questioning today. Millions of people have been warned their personal data may have been accessed.
The government's promising to lobby the European Union for the right to scrap VAT on women's sanitary products. At the moment, they're subject to a 5% levy because the EU counts them in the same bracket as luxury goods. In a Commons debate last night, the Conservative MP for St Albans, Anne Main, said Britain should be able to make its own decisions on tax. Whilst we may wish to go and ask, please, European Union, please, please, can you allow us to do what we would like to do, which is free up our women from this, this taxation that only affects them, a fair me tax, as I would say. On the other hand, I wouldn't like to have to go and ask. I'd like to be able to have the ability to do it. In sport, Luton Town have drawn Crawley Town in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Stevenage will play Gillingham and Wickham Wanderers are against FC Halifax or Guiseley. The ties will be played next month. And the weather, a fine morning with any fog patches lifting, but later this afternoon there'll be heavy rain. Maximum temperature, 17 degrees Celsius, 63 Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Thank you very much. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. So, and ever seen um, a, a show disrupted for whatever reason? Now that we know that um, um, nearly all hot dogs contain human DNA, if you had to eat somebody, who would it be? Blackburn's gone for Shaka Khan. Nice one. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five, and it is Kelly Betts's last week. If you want to phone up with a past tense obit, not a poem, not a poem. Then again, give us a call. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Yes, David. Hello. Um... You've you've just been on. I know. I know. It's, it's something very very quick. If you eat human brain, it gives you a disease called Kuru, which is incredibly debilitating. It has a side issue, but it improves your brain. How do you know this? Have you eaten human brain? No, I've got about 700 books, and about 100 of them are various forms of science. That's uh, there we go, David. Thank you very much indeed. Um, uh, the, 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 uh, so that would be um, this is about thirty percent of his books are some forms, uh, some form of science. Um, so that's exciting news for everybody uh, involved there. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Where are we going? Have we got a guest? Or? No, I'm trying to get hold of her still. No, She's not you, answering. You get you get hold of her, and I will. Uh, there's a weird story in the mail, right? That's trying to create outrage where outrage need not be, right? Afghanistan hero with one leg is barred from disabled loo. If that were the story, that would be outrageous. The headline makes you think that's the story. Should we read the story and delve a little bit deeper? A Royal Marine, said to be the most injured serviceman to survive the Afghanistan campaign, disabled top trumps, was denied access to a disabled toilet at a sports centre. Disgusting. Again, I'm furious. I'm going to carry on reading and get angrier. Corporal Paul Weiss, 32, was deemed clinically dead at least twice following an explosion in 2011, which left him riddled with some 400 pieces of shrapnel and stones. I'm getting angry and angry as this story continues. Last year, he had his badly damaged left leg removed to make it easier for him to play with his four children. I'm f- I'm smoke coming out of my ears now. But yesterday, the veteran spoke of his shock after reception staff refused to let him use a disabled toilet at a sports centre. So now I'm thinking, what the hell? This is disgusting. 
This sports centre wouldn't let a hero who is disabled use a disabled toilet. He said, I was dying for the toilet. I didn't think it was a big deal. And as I was waiting for my taxi, I went into the sports centre to ask if I could use their toilet. Oh, hang on a second. Suddenly the story's turning a corner. He said the two men behind the wrist... So he wasn't a customer at the sports centre. So nipped in. Aha! He said the two men behind the reception desk at the Clifton Hill Sports Centre in his home city of Exeter, Devon, said he would not be allowed in. Corporal Vice said, I know that I wasn't using their facilities at the sports centre, so I understand where they were coming from. But my artificial leg is loose and I'm waiting for a new leg, so I didn't just want to go on the street. Well, this is outrageous. This guy's a war hero, a disabled war hero, and he wasn't using their facilities. They still should have let him in. Hang on one second. Um, Hang on. um, He added... I'm shocked by the whole thing, and rightfully so. You should be, sir. I didn't tell them I was disabled because they didn't need to know, and it's none of their business. Oh, Um, there you go. There's the story out the window. So hang on a second. Some bloke walks into a sports centre. Can I use your disabled lavvy? I need a wee. No. Ah, go on. You're not a customer, and you don't look disabled. Ah, I'm going to go to the papers about this. Not can I see your manager, or can I tell you why? So... It's basically a bloke was not allowed to use a disabled toilet in a premises that he wasn't using for. If he had said, actually, do you know what, I am disabled, he didn't mention any of it. It's like that woman, the other, the pregnant woman on the train who had a bit of a problem because someone was sitting in her seat and instead of telling anyone, she told her son. It then goes on to say, Corporal Vice was nicknamed the commander who refused to die after suffering one. And, you know, fair play. He's, he, ultimate respect to this gentleman who has um, survived and seen things I can, and, you know, I, I wouldn't even want to imagine. Thank you very much for the work that you've done. But the, 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 the headline, Afghanistan hero with one leg is barred from disabled Lou. His past in this instance is kind of irrelevant. His, his um, disabilities... Kind of irrelevant, but the kind well, of relevant, excuse me, but still, he's, it's just a bloke that's wandered off on the street. Can I use your toilet? No. The fact is, he didn't think it was relevant to say. He says it's none of their business. So, it's not a story. 03459 455 555. Now, the Ministry of Justice says it'll push to bring charges against inmates who've been caught on camera drinking, smoking, using mobile phones and dancing the electric boogaloo at the Mount Prison in Bovingdon. It's being claimed the prison has faced historical problems with inmates using mobile phones. In the video, which has been posted on various newspaper websites, one inmate shows off four phones and some steroids. Or Juliet Lyon is the director of the Prison Reform Trust. They're they're, they're laughing at us, aren't they, Juliet? It really doesn't sound at all good, does it? I mean, prison is meant to be where you lose your liberty and then where you work towards release and rehabilitation. So, you know, the only thing I can think of is that because the Ministry of Justice has taken a 30% cut, there are 30% fewer staff in prisons, that there there simply aren't enough staff to maintain the kind of order you'd hope for. Um, And that mostly, in fact, is reflected in higher levels of self-harm and very high levels of violence in our prisons. It's rarely something as jolly as the thing you've described. I don't know if you've seen the video. I've seen the video. And, um, and I keep, keep mentioning this. Listen, I'm a liberal lefty and I, I believe that prison should be for rehabilitation and for, for people uh, help, helping people with learning difficulties. and They shouldn't even be in there. But people with drug addiction, all of those kinds of things. But I watched this and actually I got really peed off because they're, they're, they're just basically almost literally sticking two fingers up at, at everybody and saying, look, we're having a great time. We've got phones, we've got drugs uh, and we're listening to loud music and we're, we're stripping off our shirts and having a breakdown. Dancing, they're having a dance off in there, Juliet. 
I'm not. I'm not saying this is fantastic. I'm really not. Um, what, what I am saying is that there are staff shortages. That there are things happening in our prisons that none of us would like to see. And I guess this is one of them. Although I'd, I'd simply, I'd prefer people um, having a good time to ha- to slashing their arms or. Well, slashing somebody else's face. Well, I, I don't know about necessarily having a good time. I don't mean, no, 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 I, I don't think it's it's either or, is it? In those instances, no. But what you're describing is is people, you know, in effect having having a party in a prison, um, and I'm not encouraging that. But what I am saying is that there's an awful lot of violence in prisons at the moment for the same. I think the same kind of reasons that there aren't enough staff. There's a very long degree of lock up, and when people are let out, things are going very wrong. Right, um, so we need we need more money invested. We need more staff. What what punishment do you think prisoners who indulge in something like this should have to should endure? Well, when it, when it comes to punishment, what you think what you really need to be thinking about is making sure that people leave prison and they're not going to reoffend well, again. Well, so but when but course, when but when they're when they're laughing at us and and flaunting their mobile phones and their drugs and having a good time, th- there needs to be some sort of punishment, doesn't there? Well, look, of course, there shouldn't be drugs. I mean, particularly drugs are terribly dangerous in prison because they act as a currency. There are a lot of psychoactive drugs now loose in prisons that are causing, in fact, some of the violent behaviour. So drugs have got to be clamped down. People have got, and if they are dealing in drugs in prisons, there should be the same penalties as there would be outside. You know, there are very severe penalties for people who deal in drugs. So that's the first thing. On the phones thing, hmm, you know, I, um, most people want phones in order to phone home and keep in touch with their family. Yeah, but well, they're in prison. We, yes, but but actually, being in touch with your family cuts the risk of reoffending times six. So you're saying we should allow them to have mobile phones? Well, I prefer to have more phones available for people. Certainly, you're in joking. Some well, yeah, do. more phones, but they can't have mo- well mobile phones, so they can go they're on not... Facebook and they can go on Twitter and they can indim- intimidate witnesses. Really? No, exactly. That's no, absolutely not what I want. What I'd like to see is the prison service deciding that contact with family, job searching and searching for somewhere safe to live is a legitimate activity. But, and consequently, that, that kind of IT, that kind of phone... But with respect, that's, that's irrelevant anyone. to this point. That's irrelevant to this no, point. At, at the moment, it's used as contraband. At the moment, it's, it's another thing that's been... Yeah. Prisoners should not have mobile phones. Money. No, I, agree with, I do agree with that, because it involves money, it involves threats, it involves intimidation. But what I would like to see, and Prison Reform Trust would like to see, is... People quite legitimately looking for safe housing on release, looking for a job, staying in touch with their family, and all of that makes sense. Yeah, but not on so, their own know, mobile phones. No, no. On on enough equipment in a prison to make sure that that's possible. Okay, but you don't think you know, that the prisoners that were doing this should should be should be punished in any way? Well, they will be. Of course, they will be because you know they. they that's the right thing. Defended against discipline. Yeah. So all the disciplinary punishments that exist in a prison, you know, they will they will be held. Each one will be assessed for what they've done by the governor, um, by staff. If they've actually committed a crime, then they'll be liable for the same punishments as people outside. If if they've simply broken the rules in a prison, then they'll receive the punishments that are available in that prison at the discretion of the governor. But things like this don't get just left. You know, because a prison's a very disciplined environment, and it should be. Well, if you've so seen, the, vid- if you've seen know, the video, I don't look that disciplined. Yeah, but we're looking at one thing that happened very rarely. You know, most times when I'm going to prison these days, that they're silent because people are locked behind the doors doing absolutely nothing. It's 
it's a dreadful waste of time. You you want to see people doing something constructive and working to, in order to get out and lead a responsible life. There's far too little happening in prisons, but I'm not suggesting we should all break out and have a party, but I am suggesting we could do an awful lot more to train people in skills um, and use the time it, rather than waste the time. OK. Juliet, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Juliet Lyon, Director of the Prison Reform Trust, 03459 BBC Three Counties Radio, let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays in Milton Keynes on the A5 southbound lanes blocked southbound at Grafton Street because the car's broken down. It's also busy on the M1 southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flittick. And on the A1M, it's slow southbound between Junction 9 for Letchworth and 7 for Stevenage. On the M25, it's looking very busy between Junction 26 for Mabby and 25 for Enfield. And also the M40 heading out of London from the Swakeley's roundabout at Uxbridge towards the M25, it's very busy. And on the train departure board, so there's no reported delays at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Eight fifteen. It is uh, Tuesday, the twenty seventh of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor George Osborne says he'll make changes to his plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. The call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. And people living in a Watford street say they need more traffic calming measures because motorists are ignoring their 20 mile per hour signs. Imagine having your own personal newsreader. It's 10.52 and the latest headline it's is... It's now 12.09. Police in MK looking for hit-and-run bike rider. With our new local live service, you don't have to imagine anymore. Beds, Hearts and Bucks Live is available on your phone, laptop and tablet and keeps you up to date with the latest news. Sport. Milton Keynes-Dons have announced that Keith Andrews has retired as a player to become first team coach at Stadium MK. Travel. Still got this closure in at uh, Buntingford. Weather. We may get some hazy sunshine by the end of the afternoon. And everything across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Police in Hertfordshire say missing 83-year-old from Letchworth has been found safe and well in Ashwell. To make sure you're up to date with everything locally, go to bbc.co.uk UK slash three counties and follow the links. Beds, Hearts and Bucks live wherever you are and whenever you need it. We also do radio shows. I should should just mention that, that we are we, we also do do some excellent radio shows. There's me, uh, you've got Jonathan Vernon-Smith, you've got Nick Coffer and you've got Roberto and then there are other shows at the weekend. So you can tune, you turn on the radio and you can listen to stuff as well. It's an old-fashioned concept, but it's, it's kind of one that, that, that sort of works for me because I know not everybody's got access to the internet. Uh, Tom's on the line. Morning, Tom. Good morning, Ian. What you got for us, boss? Um, I just want to make a comment, really, on the story about the prisoners on the mobile phones. Yes. I think trying to block their telephone signals, all that's really doing is just covering the fact that these prisoners are having a hell of a time in prison. Well, they're not. Well, they are, really. What do you mean by a hell of a time? What do you mean by a hell of a time? It's a very relaxed environment for them. It's not. Uh, by the looks of it. it, it it's not. We, we're looking at one, minute, one, one video that lasts about three minutes long. It, it, and, and while I, I, you know, it, that video does get me angry, and I think the people involved should be punished, prison is not the, quote, holiday camp. I'll say it before you do. It's not. It's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, I get your Blokes point. kill themselves uh, in there. Blokes kill themselves. 
That's, no, it's not funny. It's not a joke. I wasn't. Blokes, men actually kill themselves in there because, or try to kill themselves because they can't bear it. Well, I mean, that's a question of whether they're uh, stable mentally. Or, no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's not. Some of it is to do with mental illness. Um, some of it is just to do with the sheer fact that they can't handle being in there because they don't get let out very often uh, and because there is nothing there to stimulate their mind. So, yeah, blokes kill themselves. Doesn't sound oh, yeah, much fun to me. Right, no, it doesn't really. Um, but, I mean, the whole, our whole uh, judicial system is an absolute joke, really. You've got paedophiles that are doing two weeks in prison and you've got someone Where's... that gets arrested for a bag of weed that goes in there for two years. Where's, where, can, can you cite those examples, please? Well, I can't provide you... Uh, no, because you've uh, just plucked them out of the air. You've just plucked them out of the air. And also, it, the, 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 judicial, the, the, the judicial system, I'm struggling to say it now, um, <laughs> that's, again, it's, I don't get the joke, is irrelevant to what's going on in, in prison. They're two separate things. Whether a paedophile gets, to, gets sent to prison for two weeks or two years is irrelevant to dealing with what is actually happening in prisons, where um, people are getting beaten up, um, there are way too many drugs... And there are people that are, that are dealing with drug addiction that cannot get clean in prison. Although I've got a couple of friends who did get clean in prison uh, because there is not enough drug rehabilitation in there. And there are blokes killing themselves. So the myth, the, the, the myth of it being a holiday camp, Tom, is completely way off. Yeah, but then also with the whole rehabilitation thing, you have to ask yourself, the reason why they're going back to drugs is because they're being treated like criminals. They're not being treated like people that are suffering a mental health problem or right. addiction. Yes, that's I what I think. That is that is a huge problem. I'm just talking about the the prison system and the and the justice system in general. The two things, the two things are kind of separate, but but connected by a very thin thread. So let's focus on the yeah. prisons. Uh, yeah, no, there's not enough drug rehabilitation in prisons. And there's not enough attempt to rehabilitate prisoners, so instead of going out and doing more crimes, they go out and think that they actually have a sense of purpose and a sense of well-being and that they can be a valuable uh, member of society. That, that, that tends not to happen. No, no, it doesn't. And that's also because of the way... I mean, there was a piece on this radio uh, station, what was it, a couple of uh, weeks ago, about the employees not hiring ex-prisoners. And I, and I, think, I think that some of them should be employed. OK, well, you, you've, I'm glad I managed to, uh, to, to, to turn you, Tom, so quickly. That was, that's kind of a record for me. How long did that take? That took, uh, that took about three and a half minutes to turn you from thinking that they were all having a jolly old time to thinking that actually we need to do, do a little bit more for them. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. 03459 555. Residents of a street in Watford, which has a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, say drivers are ignoring the signs and no-one is enforcing it. Mike Toll, who we spoke to earlier on, says hundreds of drivers converge on Croxley View at school pickup and drop-off times and the signage alone is having no effect on speeders. Peter Roger is from the Institute of Advanced Motorists, who are a leading road safety charity. Uh, what do you think about these 20-mile-per-hour zones, Peter? I'm firmly on the fence about them because some the evidence would suggest that some work and some don't. Um, so which ones work and which ones don't? Um, if, if you look around the UK as a whole, the evidence is about whether they're effective or not is fairly mixed, um, which would suggest that actually what we're doing is we're putting a blanket solution out there, um, which doesn't necessarily cure the problems it's set out to do, and it's it's a bit too simplistic. So in some places it probably is going to work, and in some places it probably isn't. But 20 mile an hour zones outside schools are a big emotive thing. Actually, again, if you look at the country as a whole, that's not where we have an accident problem with our, our kids. Uh, our kids uh, get knocked down generally away from the school.
Right. Which is, well, OK. But uh, uh, having 20 miles an hour outside of school seems pretty... That, that's just common sense, isn't it? Uh, one man's common sense is another man's lunacy. Um, if you spend... That's the, the craziest... <laughs> I'm looking forward to this explanation. If you spend lots of money... How can it be, how can it be lunacy to have a 20-mile-per-hour speed limit outside a school? Where's the lunacy in that? The lunacy is that you spend money doing it which means you don't have that money to spend where the problem actually is. So you're, you're spending money an increasingly uh, rare resource. You're spending it on curing a problem that you don't have. So you're saying that there are no accidents, there are no kiddies knocked down outside schools. It's relatively the, unusual, yes. Right, OK, well, let's, 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 get, let's make it even smaller, shall we? Let's make it even smaller than the relatively unusual, because I don't want my kids to be the exception that proves the rule. So let's just, let's just have outside schools 20 miles per hour. Why would anyone have a problem with that? Money to one side. Money to one side, the problem... If you can make them time-specific, um, then, yeah, great, fine, what's the problem? I, I understand your point. At three o'clock in the morning, you might view that slightly differently because there won't but be then, any kids but there. there, there are, yeah, but no, but that's, that's a nonsensical argument. That's, that's, to quote you, lunacy, because there are very few roads. I don't know if there are any roads, but if there are, there are only a few that have time-specific speed limits. So let's, let's, just, let's just make play it safe, 20 miles per hour outside schools. That way, it reduces the risk of a kid getting hit, and if a kid does get hit, there's less chance, you know, that they will suffer less serious injuries. Yeah, all that, all that is true. So then, then, so then, how can, so then, it, again, how can that be lunacy? It, it, because the world you're creating is lunacy. We don't have a world in which we we have boundless resources, and what we need. To, and whilst I accept the point, <laughs> you don't want your kid knocked down out no, there. No, I don't. I, would, I don't. I wouldn't want mine. Right. E equally. So let's make schools as safe as we can. You know, the, 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 I, I, it's interesting you're focusing on the money thing as though that's more important than I don't know a kid's life. No, I'm not focused on the money as though you, it's you more keep important. Bring, but you keep bringing it up. Yes, I am, and I'm going to go back to it now and, make, and try and explain it to you. If I save your one kid's life yeah. outside the school at the cost of somewhere where there's a bigger problem, where three kids uh, have ah, so if I save my my one kid's life, three kids get killed. Yeah, that's yeah, it that's isn't balls. Simple, that's it balls, isn't, mate. No, it, it isn't. isn't. That's balls, and that's a ridiculous thing to suggest. Why, why well, are the well, two? Why are the two exclusive? Why can't we? Why can't we just? Um, I don't know. Put twenty miles. What a ridiculous thing to suggest, for goodness' sakes! Uh, why don't we just make schools twenty miles per hour outside schools, and then the other places we can look at those as well. It doesn't have to be either or, does it? Unfortunately, with resources that are available, you keep going back to the money. Does. Yeah, I do. You, you keep going back to the money. Well, I don't live in an ideal world where it's an unlimited resource. Yeah, but do you know what? Kids' safety is more important. Than what? Why is everybody being a complete and utter cheese about this? Than money! But if you haven't got the money, you can't spend it. So what do you suggest we do? Uh, well, to have more money would be a great answer. We haven't got the money! Yeah. We haven't got the money! That's a fantasy world you're living in! How Precisely. are we going to save these kids' lives, then? We're not going to bother to change... By the way, how much would it cost to make the roads outside schools 20 miles per hour? Uh, it's a few thousand pounds per place. Right, so how much would that be in total? I haven't got a clue. No, you haven't, exactly. So how do you know we haven't got the money if you haven't got a clue how much it's going to cost? Um, you go and talk to any... Council, no, I'm talk talking to you. You said we haven't got the money. You don't know how much it's going to cost. 
it's compared against other things it's it's where you spend we know we've got a limited resource we know we've got a limited amount of money to do things we know we've got a limited amount of policemen to go and and stand and, and make sure that people behave if you allocate that resource to doing that thing then it's not doing something else if you allocate the money to create go on then, Pete. tell us how we save ki- how are we going to save kids lives then pete if I had the answer to that, I'd be, probably be a lot richer than you and I. Are You're obsessed together. with money, man. You're really obsessed with money. You need to let that go. I'm not obsessed with money. It's just a nice, easy way of explaining the problem. It's, it's, it's not. It's a little bit of a cop-out. So you're saying that's not the answer, but you don't know what the answer is. So why don't we do that until you come up with a better answer? If you've got the money, go for it. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> for goodness sake. <laughs> what is it with that? <laughs> Flip it, Eck! I need to, um... Oh, jeez. Do you know what? I'm yay close to jacking this nonsense in. I know, I know what will turn me back. I know what will get me back. Hang on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. This guy. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell But I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone past with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 there are delays southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flittig and it's also looking quite foggy on the cameras there so visibility could be a problem. On the M25 anti-clockwise it's slow between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 15 for the M4 and it's also busy in Watford. Exchange Road's looking slow on speed sensors around Beach and Grove and the A1 is busy southbound from the St. Neots Junction approaching the Black Cat roundabout. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30 with the headlines and sport. I'm Gail Sanderson. The Chancellor, George Osborne, is facing pressure to explain how he'll respond to last night's decision in the Lords to block his planned cuts to tax credits. Peers voted to delay the changes until the Treasury finds a way to ease the effect on low-paid workers who could lose £1,300 a year on average. 
A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire, Alan Tolson, says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. His call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. The Supreme Court is to review the legal doctrine of joint enterprise in murder cases, which campaigners claim has led to 600 miscarriages of justice. Three years ago, a committee of MPs expressed disquiet about the doctrine, saying it had resulted in young men being given mandatory life sentences for crimes in which they only had a minor role. And the weather, a fine morning with fog patches lifting, but heavy rain later this afternoon. Maximum temperature 17 Celsius, 6 Sixty-three degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Josie Marino has been charged with misconduct by the Football Association over his language and behaviour in Chelsea's defeat by West Ham on Saturday. He was sent to the stands after going to speak to referee John Moss in his room at half-time. Former Premier League referee Mark Halsey says Marino should not have approached match officials during the game. I don't think half-time is to, is to go ranting and raving at a referee. I mean, obviously, it's happened to me many times. The emotions are running high, the stakes are running high, but at the same time, you know, managers have got to respect the referee space and you, you, you can't have, have, have these sort of outbursts. Luton Town have drawn Crawley Town in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Stevenage will play Gillingham. Wickham Wanderers are against FC Halifax or Guiseley. Chesham United have drawn Bristol Rovers, St Albans City are to play Grimsby, Barnet have drawn Blackpool, Boreham Wood will play Northwich, Victoria or Chorley. The ties will be played next month. England captain Bedfordshire's Alistair Cook blamed a first-innings batting collapse for his side's defeat by Pakistan in the second test in Dubai. The tourists came within 6.3 overs of securing a draw, but Cook pointed to England's loss of seven wickets for 36 runs on Saturday as a key point in the game. This is always what happens when you lose games of cricket and when you're in a high-pressured environment, especially international cricket, you know, people... Do struggle for form, so you know it's up to you know the management, you know the selectors. Now we got we've got to sit down, dust ourselves off, and try and pick the right side for charge. FIFA, FIFA presidential candidate Sheikh Salman has hit out at nasty lies over his time as head of the Bahrain Football Association. He's been accused by Bahraini human rights groups of complicity in the detention and torture of footballers and other athletes. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at nine. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties wow. Radio. Seriously, I mean, I just... <laughs> oh, I, uh, I quit. Sorry, what? Quit. What did you say? I quit. Okay, think about it. But I'm yay close to quitting. <laughs> what is going on? If you missed the interview, in inverted commas, at 20 past six of the 20 mile per hour speed guy who wanted to pick up on the, the um, prison story we've been doing, saying it was full of exaggeration. And then that guy... <laughs> Oh, my mum. Um, Alan's on the line. Morning, Alan. Greetings. How are you? I'm stressed. I'm stressed, man. I'm stressed. But I've got a nice day. Okay. Got the kids today. We're going into London. Thank that you. won't be stressful. We're going to go and see a show uh, in oh, London. We're going to go and see. It's at the Royal Albert Hall, but it's, I think it's in one of the smaller rooms. It's yeah. like a puppet show about the Brothers Grimm and stuff. So we're going to go and okay. see that. Mm. That's going to be fun. Thank and then we're going to go... I'm, I'm, I'm often half-term myself. What, what, what are you doing, yeah. Alan? What, what, have you got kids? Well, it, 
I have. I've got three kids, and we're gonna we were gonna go into London today. But then the guy that's gonna fix my plumbing. Long story. Oh. But he decided to turn up halfway through the day, so I can't do that now. Oh, you're so joking! But but I'm gonna go to Scotland probably for the first time ever in my life uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna drive up uh, just 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 for uh, giggles. Yeah. Oh, are you taking the kids with you? Yeah, man. To, you're gonna drive to Scotland with the. That's what I didn't know. What's that for me? That's about seven hours. Mate, I'm saying, like, I'm I'm outside of your um your area. Oh, like, I only can listen oh. to you on the on the tune in. Basically, I've known I've known of you for a little while on the, the LB whatnot whatnot. The LB whatnot yeah. whatnot. Yeah, well, may God bless yeah, you yeah. for following this nonsense around. <laughs> and then, like, you know, your podcast is absolutely yeah. epic, mate. Like, so much fun. Right. Well, you anyway, know who puts the podcast? I have to say because it's her last week here. Kelly Betts puts the podcast together. Now, when she leaves, um. We don't know if there's going to be a podcast. Say what? You can't do that, man. Yeah, I know. Just we just have to. We're no, gonna we're gonna do no, all we can. No. But we do, Ke- Kelly Betts. Really? For you. I'll, I'll record the show. I'll put a little thing together, mate. You cannot not have a podcast, mate. Well, let's going to get other people doing it. Bro? Well, it's it's almost as mate, it's almost if the BBC don't care. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, well listen. Well, enjoy Scotland. I love Scotland. It's it's everybody. I, but Scotland gets an image of being a bit miserable. I love Scotland. Everyone is is so much friendlier when I go to Scotland. I love it. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm hoping to in- enjoy all of Scottish delights. be lovely. Oh, that sounds a little bit creepy. Whereabouts in Scotland are you going? It's a whole country. <laughs> well, I want to plant myself somewhere in between Edinburgh and Glasgow okay. and then do a little, you know, 20 minutes here, half an hour there. Do you Mate, know what I mean? they are so. both brilliant cities and uh, you will love it. The thing about Edinburgh, right, is you're always walking uphill. At no point do you ever find yourself walking downhill. It's the weirdest thing and it's exhausting. <laughs> Even when you get back down to your hotel. Even when you get like, back to the hotel, you're, you're, you you leave the hotel and you walk uphill and you walk uphill and you go up these really steep steps and then you walk uphill and then you go to Prince's Street and that's uphill. And then you get yeah. back to the hotel and you think, I've not walked downhill once. How the hell have I done? It's like that optical illusion with that you've got the stairs, but they're always going up. It's that. That's what Ed, that, that oh, picture was man. based on Edinburgh. Who's that guy called E? He was E, didn't he? Um, Who? Well, who did the picture? Yeah. Let's ask an intellectual. Catherine? Dunno. Okay, there we go. We'll, 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 that's we'll that's your homework. That, Mr. Dunno. We'll, leave it, we'll yeah. leave it at that. Have you got anything for us, Alan? Have you just ch- right. phoned up for a chat? Mate, you know what? I was going to... When I heard the other guy, I was going to say something about him. But anyway, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to read this. Uh, I've just written it in like two minutes, so it's probably yeah. rubbish. Yeah? Yeah. And it's definitely all in the past tense. I thought that's the rule. Okay, this is and for Kelly Betts leaving, yeah? Indeed it is. It is. It has to be about Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, um... You, you don't need to do any beat to it, do you know what I mean? I just go straight in. You don't really. want any beat? Because I can do it. Mate, you can put a, you can drop any beat, mate. Put some biggie on the background, I'm joking, whatever you like. Okay, I'll, I'll... literally no idea what that means. So I'm going to turn my microphone off and it's over to you, Alan. Haven't listened that long, so Kelly Betts is gone. Was such a fine presenter, Miss Sawley, by some. Was on the radio, not the telly. Last name Betts, first name Kelly. She had two eyes, ears and a nose. A mouth had a voice. We'll miss her prose. Was that then past tense, long ago, back whence, lest we forget, memory, or Kelly Betts? Her voice faded away, leaving empty chair, and mic and essence, and the strand of hair. Scientists in the three counties' home picked up the DNA, started to clone another player, just for fun, so Ian Lee won't be alone. That's it, Bob. Mate, flippant. You can hear the applause through the, through the glass. I mean... Um, how long did it take you to write that? About two and a half minutes, bro. That uh, is spot on. Absolutely spot on. 
perfect. Which, it was it was uh, it was it was very powerful. I'm moved by it. <laughs> I know genuinely I thought that was brilliant. Just whack him straight through. Hang on a second. Alan. By the way, the stairs picture, Escher. Escher. There you go. Escher, that's, that's the it. guy. You were close, closer than I was. I wouldn't have a clue. One, yeah. one second, one second. Gatford. Yes. This fella, Alan, right? Yes. How long did it take you to write that, Al? A couple minutes, but right. about three minutes. Three minutes, right? Spot on. There were stanzas in there. Past tense. It mentioned her name. It was funny. It was moving. You've been doing yours for about three weeks, and you've <laughs> yeah. still not got it right. What does Alan want? A medal? Don't have Is beef with right? Alan. <laughs> You're bringing Alan up to like some sort of poem deity and casting me down like a poem devil. Oh my goodness! Heaven and hell! I mean, congratulations, Alan. <laughs> I never been called a poetry deity, a poet deity, a poet god. Yeah, that's well, nice. Well, I'm not going to go that far. Deity's fair enough. He's humiliated you, Gatford. He's, without even intending to, he has pulled down your pants and he has spanked uh-huh. your bum. Live on radio. It's not the first time it's happened. Kiri's called in. Morning, Kiri. That was amazing. I give up not doing one. Well done. That was brilliant. And you're just to clarify, you're speaking to Alan, not to Gatford, aren't you? No, I'm speaking to Alan. Gatford and I just do one together, Gatford. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, come on, what is this? Yeah, Kiri, your line, I'll let you go, Kiri, because your line's not, not great, but we got the point. You think Alan's a king and that Gatford is um, worse than the scum on the bottom of my shoe. Yeah. Anyway, Ian, thank you very much for the show. Thank uh, you for the entertainment. Thank you, Kelly, for, thank you for that as well. Seriously, thank you for you've the... You've made my mornings, yeah, mate. You really thanks, have. Alan. Thank Brilliant. you for the education. Gatford, thank Alan. Thanks, Alan. Okay, get down thank on one knee and thank him. <laughs> give, me, oh, oh, give me a minute. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Oh, I'm Alan, you're a great bloke. I hope Scotland embraces you as it has embraced me in the past. And I know you, I'm sure you're an excellent dad, great human being, brilliant waiting in for the plumber. Um, that is an all-round good guy. That's, you, you could only dream of being something as half as decent as Alan Gatford. I'm going to make it my mission. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Of course, um, someone has texted in um, a, a joke that I only worked out recently. How do I get to the Royal Albert Hall? Practice, son, practice. That's how we do it. That's uh, how that works. You like that one? Yeah. You like that? It's good, that, isn't it? I did, yeah. Um, uh, Catherine. Yeah. Anything that we can add to the show? This, let's be honest, it's been one of the weirdest shows. It's been the show that has genuinely made me seriously consider aching ha- uh, the end, handing in my notice. But the thing is, right, it was the most beige story. If we we're going to pick one that was going to cause H and N action, it wouldn't yep. be that one, would it? Yeah. Well. 20 miles per hour. Well, we ain't got the money. I have a question about handing in your notice. Kelly Betts! You should know how do you do you it. just, like, write notice on a bit of paper? No, you write, I'm formally handing in my notice. I give you however long it says in the contract. What, you write, got... I'm handing in my notice on the notice? Well, no, it's a letter. It's called a letter. So, dear. But notice is that it's a letter. You don't, yeah. you don't put it up on the notice well, well, board. Well, have you not done it? I'm doing it now. Well, you... Mate, no, you you've got to do like what? a month or something you in can't advance. You just leave on a Friday. You are, you have <sighs> totally not yeah. thought this through. You have, um, I'm going to say it, you've balls this up. Have you got a jingle for that? <laughs> Somewhere, but it would take me way too long to... Oh, hang on a What's the mamas and the papas? How did Aww. they get there? No, unfortunately, I don't have a... Uh, oh, yes, I do. On beds, hards and bugs, 
Kelly Betts muffs it up again. There we go, you see. Kelly Betts muffs... I've got loads of those. Go on, show us what else you've no, got. No, 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 I'm going to save them. I'm gonna, I've got this. I don't like food very much, you oh, see. OK, oh. Tony. Um, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, isn't he it? Is. Um, he I, is. I'm going to use them when the, when the appropriate time comes. Use them when the appropriate time comes. Simon would eat Dido. Uh, do you remember Dido? Yeah. Oh. I would eat Dido. Can't bear her boring music, but I always imagine her personal hygiene to be exceptional. Simon is Stephen. It's yeah. how he chooses his meals. I, get, but I bet she's clean. So it, it is a quiet news story. So whenever it's a quiet news day, so whenever it's a quiet news day, we always turn to page eight of the Daily Mirror to right. see what uh, what list they've, they've pulled off the internet. And um, it's a good one. What am I bid for this cornflake and other mad lots? You, ma- you mad lot. Uh. Thanks very much indeed. Um, it's, um, jeez. It may look just like a dry cracker. With, with a price tag of £15,000, it's certainly not a snack for the credit crunch. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And don't expect it to be fresh either. The Spillers and Bakers Pilot Cracker, it's a, so it's a cream cracker, below is actually more than 100 years old. Oh, do you know where it's from? How is this possible? Down the back of my sofa. From the Titanic. Oh. How have they got... This is... Come on, How is guys. it not wet? It would, you, it would be wet. How can you have a what dry... What if it, it was in a survivor's pocket? Still be wet. Survivors were wet, weren't they? But, uh, uh, and high. cold. I've seen the documentary. Oh, me. here we go. Here we go. It goes into detail. The savoury biscuit had been stored in one of the survival kits on a lifeboat and kept as a souvenir by James Fenwick, a passenger on the SS Carpathia, which rescued survivors. This week, it made history... When it went under the... OK, I've edited that slightly. It says, and this week it made history again. When it went under the hammer... Oh, don't hammer it! It's £15,000! Good one. A little auctioneer's joke there. Um, in Wiltshire and was sold to a Greek buyer. Greece, because they've got loads of money. Yes, becoming the... This is, why, this is why they've got no money. I bet they did it in cash as well. Spent it all on Jacobs. Becoming the world's most expensive biscuit. Um, earlier this year, former Iraqi politician Moaf- be careful, Ian, be careful, Moafak al-Rubai. Oh no! What's he done? What's Moaf He done? received. Guess, guess what? He received offers of up to five million pounds. Guess what for? It's horrible. Something horrible. A bit of Saddam. The noose. Wow. Ooh. Um, other things that have gone for uh, sale: Lennon's Lou, John Lennon's Lou. When it comes to the Beatles, it seems fans are willing to pay over the odds, even if it's just for an old toilet. While a lot of people thought that Lennon's 70s output was complete and utter sh... Whoa, guys, this is certainly where he delivered some of his biggest hits. I made that last <laughs> bit up myself. Oh, you I made that funny. last bit up myself, that is funny. The porcelain throne was used when he lived at Tittenhurst Park in Berkshire. Between 19... Don't, laugh, Kelly, at, that don't laugh at Tittenhurst. <laughs> Between 1969... And 1972, after getting a new toilet, he gave it to builder John Hancock. Kelly? <laughs> just, uh, it's just everything is um, to use as a plant pot, but he kept it. In 2010, it was sold for £9,500 at auction in Liverpool to a Greek buyer. These Greeks... Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
the A1M they're accused southbound between Junction 9 for Letchworth and 7 for Stevenage. There's reports it's busier than usual. On the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 12 for Flissick to 11 for Dunstable through the roadworks. And also on the A5 southbound in Dunstable, it's very busy between the A505 and Dunstable Road. In St Albans, they're accused on the North Orbital Road between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout nearby the roadworks there, causing some delays. And on the M25, it's very busy anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. Looking at the train departure boards, the 9.14 train from Luton to Sutton is delayed by 10 minutes. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, we are entering an, an historic period of the show. It's the last 15 minutes of me, Catherine, Justin and what's-her-face. Because Catherine's not here tomorrow. What's-her-face leaves on Friday and Dealey's not in Friday. What a fractured week this is. 8.46, easy your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Chancellor, George Osborne, says he'll make changes to his plans to reduce tax credits after suffering a defeat in the House of Lords last night. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. The call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. And people living in a Watford street say they need more traffic calming measures because motorists are ignoring their 20 miles per hour signs. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio cloud around this morning but once that clears we should have a decent spell of sunshine for a time. It then clouds over again ahead of some rain that's going to be pushing through later on in the day. Temperatures reaching about 17 degrees Celsius so very mild. So that rain continues through the night with lows of 11 degrees. A wet start to tomorrow uh, clearing through the day and leaving us with sunny spells in the afternoon with highs of 14 degrees Celsius. Thursday starts off dry but we'll have some rain later on. It's going to be fairly short lived as it's a pretty narrow band and quite fast moving and on Friday there's a further pulse of rain which will happen earlier on in the day uh, but it does look like it's settling down over the weekend that's your latest forecast well a, a very very silly game has started on, on Twitter um, I believe Adrian uh, has, has started it let me just have a little look at these we, we're talking about John Lennon's toilet seat being a toilet being sold to uh, a Greek gentleman for nine and a half thousand pounds Adrian has, t- has tweeted loose seat in the sky with diamonds Scott has tweeted I want to hold your pan he's also tweeted let it we I've tweeted she Terry is getting ready to ramble I am I've sponsored him to go on a walk for BBC Children in Need, and I think he's ready. Appropriate footwear. The Cuban heels are staying at home. Extra layers in case it gets cold. Ah, the old faithful driving gloves. And what's in the rucksack? A kilo of Kendall mint cake. You can never be too careful. Anyone can put on a sponsored walk and make some money for BBC Children in Need. So, put on a ramble. Get your free fundraising pack from bbc.co.uk forward slash pudsy. Twitter's got very silly all of a sudden. Scott's on a roll here, a toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's always mine works, isn't Love it? Love me, Lou. Spend a penny lane. <laughs> That's great. Let it wee. Um, peace, peace, me, says Lino. Oh, twist it out. No, come on now. Who's the... Oh, it's you, Catherine. Eight days a wee. My one, I can't broadcast. No, silly that was. I've done it? two. Have you? <laughs> Sergeant Pepper one is my favourite. Have you seen that one? No. <laughs> I can imagine what it is. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that one coming.
<laughs> it's the word lovely that does it for me. <laughs> Why didn't you say pooper? <laughs> Missed a trick there, mate. Deals, have you got audio? <laughs> Anyway, this has descended nicely, hasn't it? Oh, this is. Uh, do you know what? On the last show, when it's all four of us together, and it's great. By the way, it's great to have um, have uh, Emma and Dashi back as well. Great to see you guys. We haven't got enough mics for you, but thank you. It's nice to be here. Um, uh, on the last day, when it's all four of us together, I, I think it's only fair that we descend into lavatorial humour. You're right, Jazz. Hey, good morning, player. You're right, fella. Yeah, yourself. <laughs> Twitter's got... I can't read most of these. Twitter's got very, very naughty. The internet really is a very naughty place, Just. It is a very naughty place indeed, but you know what? It's a great place as well. It really is. It really is a great place. Um, Other things that have sold for fortunes, Okay, (laughs) Coronation Street has a loyal following. You, You love it, don't you? Oh, love coronation. You still dig in the coronation? I've not seen it for years. What's, well, just, just in, um, uh, you've got thirty seconds. Can you sum up what's happening in Corrie now? Uh, in Coronation Street at the moment, uh, I was watching it last night. What's going on? There's a very serious you don't remember, story. Do no, no, no. <laughs> There's actually a really serious story about Fizz and Tyrone at the moment, where, where oh. their child's not very well. Oh. Um, you've got that. You've got um, you know Shane Warne that was in the X Factor a few yes, years I ago. Do. Yes, yes, he, yes. He, he's now turned up. He's now the factory boss. <laughs> And uh, Gail is looking as tasty as ever. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, what may well become a weekly feature. Coronation Street in 30 seconds from Justin Bieber. Back in the USSR. (laughs) I can't finish that one. Did you see Dear Pudence from Scott? Dear Pudence, okay. Okay. Dealey, other thing. This is what's sold, okay? Coronation Street is a loyal following, but perhaps taking things too far. The ashes of the soap's cat Frisky were sold at auction in 2010. 840 quid a Greek man pay- paid for Frisky. How much? £844. The tabby appeared in more than 1,000 episodes, <laughs> crouching, crouching on a roof in the opening credits, but died in 2000, aged 14 from stomach Owner, is one for you, Kelly. Owner John Rimmington. <laughs> I mean, really. Put the ashes, <laughs> along with the cremation certificate, and pictures of the cat with various Corrie stars. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see that on the tour. Up for auction. They sold for nearly six times the expected price. <laughs> you know, you know who's a big Coronation Street fan, don't you? Go on. He's in the building this morning, Black- Tony Blackburn. Yeah. He said once, oh, Tony, how are you? He said, yeah, I'm looking forward to this afternoon. I'm going to go back home and watch uh, 14 Coronation Streets in a row. <laughs> <laughs> He's being serious as well. And his ringtone is Corey, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, just as long as Shaka Khan is nowhere near him, in case he yeah. fancies a snack, then um, <laughs> everybody... <love> food. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, isn't it? Um, what else have we got? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Cornflake. In what is probably the world's most expensive breakfast, a US company shelled out £878 for a single cornflake. This bet- better have a picture of Jesus on there. All the best breakfasts have got pictures of Christ on there. Sisters Emily and Melissa McIntyre put the cornflake, which resembles the state of Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sat there for ages working that oh, out. Guys, can we... Listen, Justin, America is full of plums. All we need is something... It's a cornflake that looks like Illinois. We They made eight, nearly 900 quid for that. We must be able to come up with something that we can sell to those fools. 
Yeah, I reckon so. I do love the Americans, though. They, they are just very, very strange what people. Was, what was the bridge? We sold a br- an enter- enterprising young entrepreneur. London Bridge, but it wasn't. It, it, it was another bridge, and they thought they were buying London Bridge. They thought bridge, they were buying Tower, Tower bridge, bridge, and we sold them London Bridge. And they took it over there, and then they had to dismantle it. They bought the wrong bridge. <laughs> um, it's, uh, they, they, it's, uh, it resembles the state of Illinois. The winning bid um, uh, added it to a travelling museum. Um, uh, that pro- Oh, OK. Uh, what else have we got? Lennon's Lou. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm tempted. Well, OK. <laughs> uh, here we go. In 2010, Winston Churchill's... Here we go. Here we go, dearly. Mm. You're playing uh, Winston Churchill's gold-plated teeth um, at poker. Yep. How much in 2010 mm-hmm. did Winston Churchill's gold-plated teeth get snapped up for? How much okay. does his teeth go for? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with quite a lot on this one. Um, I'm gonna go for uh, ten thousand pounds. Okay, saying ten thousand pounds. I'll give you a clue. A Greek man bought it. <laughs> Catherine Winston Churchill's teeth. How much did a Greek man pay? Cash in hand. I don't want no receipt. No, we don't know receipt. I'll give you the cash in hand. If you do the cash. Five million pounds. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, okay. That's 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 ridiculous. Um, Kelly Betts. It'd be great if you got something right on your. Pen- penultimate, penultimate, penultimate day here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Help me get it right. I'm not going to help you. Not even like a num- just pulled up a number. No, I'm not, OK, OK, okay. I'll, I'll do the fingers, OK? Uh, yeah. Right. Two million pounds. No, OK. <laughs> I was going to... She stopped counting it three. It would have taken a while. I was, doing, I was flashing up the ten fingers. and it, I don't know how long it would have taken us to get up to 15,200 pounds, but I was prepared to go... All, <laughs> Fifteen thousand two hundred pounds, Justin, for um. Uh, a piece of re- history. I've just refreshed. I wish someone Twitter. would refresh Twitter <laughs> after that. I've just refreshed Twitter. Daily, mm. um, I, I, I feel I've underused you today. My apologies. It's been a really weird vibe. Do you know what? Today has been the day I've come closest. I've, I've written the email to the boss and deleted it seven times during the show yeah, today. What's your problem? Man alive, man alive. I'm not cut out for this. Anyway, listen, tomorrow we'll come up with something. We'll, we'll, tomorrow we're going to celebrate the fact that Catherine's not here and we're going to do the show we've always <laughs> dreamed of doing. How, how's about that? Well, the thing is, what is it? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, Kelly's producing. It's our last three days yeah. at Three Counties, mate. Seriously, hey. I mean, anything could happen. I think it might be your last three days, let's mate. Let's see if we can get, as an idea, let's see if we can get Kelly the sack before she leaves. Well, do you know what? You've just taken the words out of my mouth. Yeah? Should we do yeah. that? Yeah, let's do but it. hang on, wait. Hang on, wait, guys. Hang will this affect my new job? Yes. Serving yeah, of food at Covent. Well, let's not then. No, 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 yeah. no. I don't want to get sacked for the, my future. <laughs> sacked from your future? Yeah. No, <laughs> even you can't do tenses. What the hell is wrong with everybody? Why can no one do tenses? Daily, we'll speak to you tomorrow, boss. Thank you, boss. Thank, Thank you very much indeed. There we go. What, what is the problem with everyone in their tenses today? I just don't know. It's getting tense. When? Getting very tense. Right. Uh, there's nothing else that, that's worthy of repeating in this news story. Have you got any Texas? Yes. Go on. But they're filthy because you started it on Twitter and oh, they're no, don't continuing read those. it there. We can't read... We, well, OK. Tread All right. Um, the illusionary man is Escher. We know. Yep. Uh, how expensive can a sign be? Says Kevin. 20 miles per hour. Mm. Um, oh, uh, Dan from Watford talking about chip butties earlier on. He, he meant about the uh, assault and battery you know he was what? trying to play. I really fancy... I really fancy a chip butter. I really fancy... A, a chip butty. Yes, I do. Right. Uh, very quickly. Oh, uh, we never found out anything about Mantax, did we? The only thing someone suggested is, uh, well, Viagra or urinal cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got boy. I had to stop my boys playing with those things the other day in the toilet. Um, 
We haven't got time to talk about the Bay City Rollers getting back together again. We, I know oh. we mentioned it before. It's a story that I'm monitoring from a distance. They're playing them, what used to be called, and will always be called in my heart, the Hammersmith Apollo. I refuse to use... No, the Hammersmith Odeon. Excuse me, dear listener. I've aged myself. The Hammersmith Odeon. I refuse to use any other name, apart from, of course, obviously, the Hammersmith Apollo from time to time. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Bay City Rollers are getting back together. Now, some bands age, you know, better than others. You know, I always thought the, the, the monkeys aged quite well. Uh, McCartney's aged quite well. But well. Um, the Bay City Rollers, flipping it, it's just like a load of your, your, your dad's mates coming round and, well, yeah, you were going to start a bund. That's a Scottish accent. Oh, apparently. The Bay City Olders. Huh? Nice. Mm? Sorry? Grey City. No, hang Grey on a second. No, olders. Kelly, what? Bay City Olders. I don't... Go on. It's the old... You're lucky I didn't do a play on the word city. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The A1M southbound is very slow from Junction 9 for Letchworth to 7 for Stevenage and the M1 is also busy southbound between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Tunstable. That's where the road roadworks are. It's also looking very foggy so visibility could be a problem. Seizing off though on the approach to the M1 Junction 9 from the A5 at Mark Yates and on the A5 in Milton Keynes it's all reopened again uh, between Grafton Street and Grove Way where there was a car broken down earlier. On the M25 anti-clockwise it's very busy from Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40 and it's also slow in North Watford on the Northwestern Avenue around the Dome Roundabout. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. That's it, that's your lot. Two things you should be looking out for. Go to iTunes, type in Ian Lee, you get the uh, the best of weekly podcast that uh, one of our callers was kind enough to mention. Also, if you go to the BBC iPlayer, type in Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, then our Saturday show comes up. It's a phony show with no topics whatsoever. Back tomorrow at six, ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Tuesday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Do you think 20 is plenty or just too slow? Residents in Watford say their local 20 mile per hour speed limit is a sham. The group argues that hundreds of people a day drive through their residential area and no one is ever stopped for doing more than 20 miles per hour. Croxley View campaigner Mike Toll has called his road a commuter rat run where pensioners and schoolchildren are forced to dodge speeding cars every day. The question is, are drivers ignoring the signs because they just don't care? Or because 20 miles per hour is unreasonably slow for the road conditions? This morning I want your reaction to this local story. Do you think 20 is plenty or just too slow? Pick up the phone, give me a call now on 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock with Gail Sanderson. The headlines, the Chancellor says he'll make changes after a defeat over tax credit cuts, calls for a block on mobile phone signals at a Hertfordshire prison and residents want more traffic calming measures in a Watford street. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The Chancellor, George Osborne, is looking at how he can ease the impact of his proposed reductions in tax credits after a major defeat in the House of Lords. Peers voted for the cuts to be delayed until the Treasury can provide transitional help for those worst affected. The Conservative MP, David Davis, said peers were right to vote them down. This was an incredibly important, uh, uh, possibly harmful thing to three million people, thereabouts hard-working families that people were supposed to support and somebody had to tell the government to think again. A member of the monitoring board at the Mount Prison in Hertfordshire says officials should consider blocking inmates' mobile phone signals. The call comes after a video of inmates partying and drinking was posted online. Alan Toulson says blocking phone signals may be one way of dealing with the problem. I'm told it is possible now there's a technology to block it very specifically so you could actually block it so, so that so that um, prisoners' mobile phones just would be no use. And actually that would be a terrific step forward. Two teenagers who were shot in an incident in South Buckinghamshire on Sunday afternoon remain in hospital. The 15-year-old and 17-year-olds are being treated in hospital for serious leg injuries. Police have placed a watch in the park in Burnham, but don't believe it was a random attack. People living in a Watford street say they need more traffic calming measures because motorists are ignoring their 20-mile-an-hour signs. County Councillor Nigel Bell, who represents the area, says he would like the police to enforce the speed limit down Croxley View. If there's been a lot of incidents of speeding in that area, when it, especially when it's right near a school, well, two schools and a children's centre, then I think we need to get the police down there to do uh, at least mobile speed limits and maybe have a, you know, a blitz on that area. And there'll be more on that story on the JVS show next. The Supreme